Sanitarium, which is why we're here. The most banned, censored, and lied about man, people, and fake country that have ever existed. Welcome to Diagonal. Hate speech and, uh, you know, harm. We're going to harm people. A lot of online harms we're harming. You know? Because the government said so, and, you know, they don't harm anybody. Never have they harmed a soul. Odyssey, YouTube, Rumble, Entropy, Twitch, and all of the other, there's a lot. But I appreciate you guys uh, sharing and spreading the toxic poison uh, of this around. It uh, it very much helps. I appreciate the shares and so on, because word of mouth is really the only way to get this around. Even on Telegram, they, they shadow ban everything. Um, you know, the algorithms. It's all true. We all know it's true. It's damn true. You know, where's Kurt Angle when you need him? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Now drink your milk. Go to bed. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Uh, Chelsea, how are you? It's about time you played Pucifer. I've played that song. All the, I've had that song in this rotation for many, many years. At least two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a bad one. I liked it. DJ, how are you? Says, after seeing video of Ukrainians using chemical weapons, I now want to see Putin nuke Ukraine before NATO does it themselves and blames it on Russia so they have an excuse to nuke Russia. We'll get into that. It's a, a pretty disgusting and insane situation over there, and it just, there's nothing, you know. It, I, I don't often know what I'm going to talk about or what I feel like doing before I, I sit down, and that's, you know, part, part of the magic. <laughs> I guess it's kind of insane. Um, you know, and at this point, things are so bad. Things have gotten so bad that one thing is as good as another. Pick, you know, open a door. What's behind door number three? Corruption and, and murder and thievery and lies. What's behind door? Uh, every door is the same. It doesn't matter which one you open. The results are the same. So one's as good as the other, and um, they all lead to the same place, and that is the overwhelming amount of, uh, you know, a putrid blanket of corruption um, all over the entire Western world. All of our, our leadership, our systems, everything has been compromised down to the spiritual level. Down to the soul. This isn't simply a matter of a couple of criminals, a couple of crooks skimming off the top, you know, a couple of uh, gangsters embedded in an otherwise benevolent government that's doing its best. It's completely and entirely populated by thieves and criminals and scum. Um, and uh, where that isn't the case, it's people content to look the other way, and not fight the real fights, go after the low-hanging fruit, and do the easy things because... Um, you know, the alternative means to go to war with uh, a giant evil machine that that will that fights back. Uh, frankly, it fights back, and um, they're not about that. They're not into that. They're not looking forward to that. They don't want that. They want the pay raises. 
They want the $178,000 a month. A month. <laughs> well, maybe if they were sponsored by Pfizer, uh, a year salaries that they get as members of parliament and, and so on, and your you know, provincial... It, it, they're, they're making hand over fist. The governor general just got a $40,000 a, mo- a year raise. $40,000 is, is more than a lot of people in this country make all year, and that's just a little pay bump for an antiquated, outdated, obsolete, not necessary, complete joke of a position. Why do we have a queen It's tw- or king, whatever the hell? I know, it, and it's just no one has decided to just break the, the shackles of that and take that whole system and put it in the toilet where it where it deserves to be. Um, so we live with it, and we just exist inside the parameters of this deeply corrupt and compromised system that we've inherited. And rather than do anything about it and fix it, we're just going to go, ah, but the price of milk, you know, and, and focus on middling issues. Really, no, you're not really going to get below the surface of, of the problem. Um, one of the things that's being debated right now that I don't encourage anyone to even go bother watching. One of you guys actually, before I get to that, uh, sent me a uh, just a clip that I of uh, just a random 1997 House of Commons question period where Jean Chrétien was still prime minister. You had uh, Gilles Duceppe in there. You had Preston Manning in there. You had you know Paul Martin in there. A lot of the old school guys. And you will be and they have all these archived on the parliamentary website. You can go and watch them. And you'll be, go to just 95, 96, pick a day, any day, doesn't matter, question period, and just sit in absolute shock at how far things have degraded from there. I mean, people are actually asking relevant questions, and they're giving fairly, you know, uh, reasonable answers that provo- that pose more questions. And back and forth we go. And it's like, oh, adults are talking again. And now we have a system where these guys over here try to get gotcha videos and gotems and sound bites and say things. And the other guys aren't even answering the questions. They're answering questions to imaginary ones that no one even asked. They'll ask about the economy. They talk about health care. They ask about... Uh, you know, uh, more money for these programs, and they're over here virtue signaling about Ukraine. It's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. It's a complete waste of time. Uh, there's really no reason to tune into any of it. Um, so uh, now, but right now they're arguing over the healthcare spending and all. You know this and that. You know. We're just going to throw money at the problem. So here's an example. We're going to spend. Where was it? I just uh, was just reading it actually. I do right up to the last minute. I try to try to get something. Try to find anything to make me look credible, like I know anything, to just try to fake it like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just read stuff. So there's a 46, I suppose this went through, this is a day old now, um, but $46 billion healthcare deal with the provinces, and of course, you know, Turban Man doesn't like it. He doesn't really like anything. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's completely irre- The entire NDP is irrelevant. I don't know why they exist. They, they really serve no function other than to prop up the current liberal regime. Um, other than that, I, I don't understand what the, I mean, what, what, why, why are they there? What do they do? What, what, what's so different? What, why don't they just merge? I mean, you've been propping these, these people up this whole time and now you're going to pretend like you have serious problems with the things that they're doing. Um, they're, they're just more interested in Gibbs and getting things for themselves than, than actually changing anything. But, uh, you know. Uh, $46 billion, you know, it goes on in here in Nova Scotia. I think this is something like $6 billion alone just in this province uh, for health care and all this stuff. We need more money. Just throw money at it. More money. Throw more money. Throw more money. The number one cause of um, people needing health care in this country is heart disease. That is, that is an obesity-related 
poor health related, poor lifestyle choices, lack of you know proper diet, exercise, basically complete and total neglect of their own physical bodies is the, without a doubt, the number one highest drain on um, healthcare resources in this country. And what do the leaders of the country do? Oh, we'll throw money at it. We'll say they just give money because that's the easy thing to do. What's the harder thing to do? The harder thing to do is to get up there and say, listen, Canada, uh, you're a bunch of fat, lazy fucks. And we can't afford your decadent lifestyle anymore. We cannot afford to pay for all of these heart attacks and gastric bypasses and you know surgeries and, and diabetes treatments and so on. Not not because of um, you know through people through no fault of their own acquired some disease or immune immunocompromised condition. No, nothing like that. Cancer. No, no. It's uh, well, they're a hundred pounds overweight and uh, 200 pounds overweight and have now incurred health problems as a result of just not giving a shit to, to to change something entirely within their own control. So if Canadians are upset about this, the state of our health care, they can look in the mirror and, and say, am I healthy at least? Am I doing my part? No? Well, then you have no right to complain because you, multiplied by 37 million, 38 million other people, provides a substantial drain on health care. Do you see where I'm going with this? I don't think that would be a very popular political position to take. I don't imagine, I don't think the price of milk, I don't, that's not going to go over well with voters, call them a bunch of lazy um, sloth bags that are bankrupting us all. And we're going to, why not, why not 100 billion, 200 billion? Let's just keep, because people are only going to keep getting more unhealthy. Um, or we could just, oh, we are killing them. We, we do have made, so we're trying to, so that's one way we're going to try and cut costs is we'll just eliminate people that, uh, don't have, uh, the right kind of, you know, health situation, but you know, why, why are we dancing around the issue? This, this is why people hate me. I'll just tell you the truth. The truth is guys, you're, you're fat and lazy. Look at this guy. Does he look familiar? You guys know who that is. He's drawing a, he's drawing a picture right now of what he's going to eat for dinner. He's the premier. He's fucking obese, you know? Fat, fat, you know, like half the country, well over half the country is on drugs. Everybody's out of shape. Nobody's taking care of themselves. And, and these, you know, <laughs> going to take no effort. I'm, I'm going to save this up for later because we're going to need, going to need, we, we need, we need to bring back body break. That's what we used to have. We used to have government, uh, you know, or at least taxpayer funded initiatives like this to remind people, hey, your health is your responsibility. It's not the government's. Somehow that changed, probably in the COVID era, certainly as far as your own body was concerned. People now are content to go, well, my body is the government's uh, problem. If I'm not healthy, the government has to fix that for me. They have to give me money. They have to give me vaccine. They have to do whatever they got to do to just fix it for me. Again, the spiritual rot of this country. That's been sucked right out of the minds and the hearts of men in the country, certainly. And, you know, the women are wandering around aimlessly with, you know... It's a fucking mess at the at the mercy of uh, TikTok, and it's horrible. It's horrible. So they're not going to, they're not, they won't talk about any of this. They'll just do uh, the thing, the, the, the things they typically normally do like this. Like, the, it, so th that's my, that's my answer. What's this guy have to say? I want to talk today about health care. Of course, we saw the, the, the prime minister's meeting with the premiers yesterday. I want to raise a couple of major concerns. First of all, the prime minister in the past made it clear that he supported private, or public health care, and it's hard to keep them in, in, in track because now he's done a major flip-flop and called private for-profit care innovative. And when asked the question, Premier Ford confirmed that he did not bring up the question of, pro, of private for-profit care. So I, I think we should, have, we should have a private and public health care. There should be health care universally available to anyone that can't you know, afford anything. 
if they're you know most people in this country are poor now and they will continue to get the the the, the have-nots will continue to increase until there's eventually just one giant upper class of rich debutantes that do as they please you know probably like this guy actually he'll be probably included in that and the rest of us who will just be left to suffer so those people you know you should have uh, free access universal health care however um there could be a long wait it can be less than ideal and what happens to what? What if you happen to like people that do have access to resources and money? What if you have a dying family member? You're di- you're sick and you need serious treatment. Um, well, it's going to take a while. It's going to take six months for this and eight months for that. And we have to. Uh, I have two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Never mind. You can go to this private clinic and have it taken care of right away. Thus taking you out of the out of the pipeline of the public health care funding. So now you're no longer in the way of the people behind you that are lined up for public health care, you, you left the line entirely. Free spot, you bump up a spot. And they go to the, to a separate pipeline of private-funded health care where you will pay them, like in the United States, uh, and you have that option. And if that option existed, certainly companies probably in the United States would set up shop here, uh, hire doctors and nurses, pay them competitive wages, and if you have access to, the, to, to money and resources, you can go get better health care than the free shitty one that we currently enjoy. And now instead... They, like guys like this, they want you to force you to just have access to complete trash. You know, six billion dollars. Nova Scotia. <laughs> have you been to a hospital in Nova Scotia lately? Does that feel like billions and billions and billions of dollars to you? Uh, you know. And what is the root core of the problem? Well, let's 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 hear at all in the discussions yesterday. So we're deeply concerned about that. We imagine a healthcare system that that's there for people when they need it. And what we've said from the beginning is that we would judge this deal based on whether or not it hires more healthcare workers and responds to the healthcare shortage and make sure that people get the care they need. As prime minister, what I would do when I'm prime minister is make sure we meet with premiers and discuss how we can rebuild our healthcare system so it's there. So this is his detail. Listen very closely. This is, again, typical politics. This is the leader of a federal opposition party. (laughs) This is the best they got. This is their rock star. This is his detailed clear plan on how to improve the healthcare situation. We can rebuild our healthcare system so it's there for people when they need it, so that everyone has a, a family doctor, people can access a family doctor, that seniors aren't waiting for months and months in pain while they wait to get their hip replaced, that, that people don't go into a hospital with their child and wait overnight all day to get uh, care in an emergency room. Uh, so we, we imagine a healthcare system that's there for people when they need it, and it's no surprise that the leader of the conservative party. So, so your plan, you imagine a healthcare system that's there for people when they need it, like how things are not working now, they should be fixed. That's your, so your plan is, uh, it just, it'll just be better. It'll just, we're, we're going to like make it better. How? I, uh, I don't know. It just will be, it'll, you know, conservatives though, they, you know, hey. Stuff and things, and you know, but but we're gonna working to get unity and sustainability and 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 green, uh, you know, and transgender inclusion and and green and electric cars and 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 and, and stuff like that, and 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 we're all in this together. Thank thank you, thank you, everyone. That's what you get. That's what passes for leadership in Canada now. What's going on with my shirt? That's what that's what happens with um, that. That's. <laughs> I mean, this is embarrassing. Party is applauding this agreement because it does open the door for more pro- more for-profit private care. So he keep, he goes on and on, he talks a lot about how it's for-profit. See, his problem is people are making. He's a communist. This guy is completely you know all the way 
they're communists. Um, and he's a, he doesn't like the idea of a corporation or a company coming in to provide a service to people that need it, that are willing to pay for it, that want to pay for it, and would buy it. He doesn't want that because people shouldn't have to pay for health care. Why are you denying why, – why, why the hell would you deny people the ability to pay for and, and get uh, – have the resources to get access to private health care when there's no – like, you're not taken away from anybody else, you know? These company, these hospitals – I mean, some rich guy could buy – build his own hospital, staff it with all, all his own doctors and, and that he hires. That's how things work in the States. They have a, pr a privately owned hospital. It's owned. It's got a board of directors, a president, CEO, all of that stuff. And they make it's a business and they make money. And some of those hospitals look like they're from, you know, the space age compared to the dilapidated, falling apart East Soviet bloc level hospital system that we have in Canada. And the reason is because you have backwards thinking, unimaginative, dullard, retard morons like this. People look at this and are satisfied that this guy, he's, yeah, we let's put him in charge of things. I mean, I, I don't want to believe that this is the best that we have, that of the entire NDP uh, ecosphere, this is the best they can produce. I, I want to believe that's not the case, but I cynically think that it is. It doesn't impose any conditions. The prime minister made a big deal of having strings attached or conditions. There's no meaningful conditions or, or strings attached in this offer. It doesn't in any way meaningfully yeah. require the the provinces to do something to... Well, you know, at least that part, he is right about that. They're just, like, throwing money at it. We're going to give them billions of dollars, and there's no rules. It's just do whatever you're going to do with it, and stop stop asking me for money. And this is over the next 10 years or something. Um, again, it's not going to help anything. Why? Because what is the root core of the problem? The root core of the problem is we have this much health care, and we have this much sick people. To, to, to make this match this is going to cost way more than we could Im ever possibly imagine. It's going to cost like the trillions of dollars that went missing before 9-11 uh, kind of budget. And we just don't have that. Okay, so that's not going to happen. So what, el so what else can we do? Big brain leadership government people in auto. Look, I can wear a suit too. Isn't this amazing? Why don't we lower the sick people? Why don't we, why don't we, let's see. Oh, it would appear that half, almost half of our um, entire healthcare resources are basically just being eaten up by a population that uh, doesn't take care of itself and is eating and drinking and killing itself to death with drugs and alcohol and unhealthy lifestyle and so on. If that were mitigated in some way or if that, you know, teaching, you know, not, not just like, hey, kids, exercise. No, no, force them to. Gym class, you know, every day, build that lifestyle habit. Don't be selling them trash. What are you eating? Chocolate bars and vending machines in high schools. Get this out of here. No, get this out of here. You know, the root, you got to go to the, you got to go right to the beginning. You got to go right to the beginning. And why do, you know, that that's where changes are made. Why do you think the transgender LGBTQ fucking current thing, Ukraine get vaccinated is, is targeting kids? Because that's where, you, if you want to make sustain, not just change for today, but permanent change for the future, you want this to carry on uh, for generations, you need to start, you need to get them young. I don't know if it was Goebbels or Hitler or whoever said it. You give them, get, get me a child for eight years and, I'll, and they'll be mine for the rest of their lives. Put them in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, an educational indoctrination system that I control and they will be mine forever. I will own them forever. 
And that this is this is why this is just how it is because again kids are impressionable. Kids are oh kids are smart. They don't no they're not. Kids are dumb. Kids are stupid. That's why kids aren't uh, astronauts and pilots and generals and you know CEOs and so on. When you're 17, you're a, a moron. You know, no, no offense to the, um, <laughs> you know, these the, who I'm, I'm leaning to. I'm, I'm working this way. The, the Save Canada kids in Ontario, those guys are are fucking uh, number one draft picks for sure. Uh, them notwithstanding, you know, the typical average teenager. I mean. They're not the they're not the smart. Never. Well, how about twelve years old? How about eight years old? How about seven years old? Right. This is why they want to install their indoctrination at, at these ages so that they can you know own the future. Why are they not? Why isn't it all ages drag shows for your your workplace? Why isn't your you know like some some of my family members you know well, I shouldn't say where I you know what I can't say anything because the way these fucking psychos are out there. I'll just pick a random place that has nothing to do with it. Uh, so you work at a, I don't know, I don't know, the shipyard in the city in Halifax, right? Okay, guys, this Friday, we're shutting work down for an hour because some uh, some transgender drag queens are going to come in and dance for you and teach you about drag queens. Why, don't, why doesn't that happen? Why isn't anyone doing that in any, any area anywhere? Why, why not universities? Why is this not happening to 23-year-old kids? And 20, well, I mean, it kind of is, but not to this level. Why does it have to be kids? Why does it have to be... Why do children need to be um, dumped in this environment and, and coached and, and made to understand how this is... Because they want them forever. That, because they're trying to change the culture into the future. So you, go at, so you, you start immediately as they're learning and growing i mean brand new clean slate nothing in there you don't have any competing ideas to fight with you just open empty head dump stuff in close it up and away you go uh, and that's that's why they do that uh and that's why they're in places like maryland you know oh we should allow considering uh, you know vaccinating children without parents consent because the parents are in the way and the state is always looking for ways to get in between you and your kids um because brainwashing and and indoctrinating it's the same term it doesn't matter getting the kids means uh it secures their their power base for a much much longer and um that's uh that's how it is that's just how it's how it's gonna be i'm gonna read a couple of these before i get back into this that was a long that all of that on on healthcare. <laughs> chemical weapons we're gonna get that i got a lot to say about this this war which is gonna be i mean we it's gonna be a black stain on our souls forever for this one uh dj he says how many countries have we invaded and destroyed for accusing them of using chemical weapons exactly uh which we fabricated pretty much every time fuck nato and fuck the west i agree they're uh lying lying murderers and incompetent fools so it's not even like not only are they engineering and creating this war um for their own you know insane purposes they're not even capable of winning it so that's that's a whole other discussion you're going to push us into world war three can you even win oh you can't even win you're you'll certainly will lose 100 percent. you'll lose i see uh excellent yeah they're they're there's a uh it's a quote i posted it on the on the board earlier and that i mean it says a lot it's just a picture of, uh, of Zelensky, but it's a Sun Tzu quote that says, an evil man will burn his own nation to the ground to rule over the ashes. Meaning you're, you'll sacrifice anyone and anything else to get what you, what, what you want. Every, you and your needs come before everyone else, even your own countrymen, even your own people, even your own cities. Ukraine is destroyed now. It's destroyed. 
There's very little left. And it's going to get worse. That was, the war is over there anyway for them. All that's left to find out now is how many more people have to die before it's over. Um, again, we'll use Hitler again because he's such a popular guy. Being um, a megalomaniac and an idiot, uh, unable to realize when it's over. Like there is a point where it's it, you're doing way more harm than good, and you need to you need to come to terms and, and figure out. Um, you need to accept the situation. And when they don't, and they say no, we're gonna go right fight to the end. Well, not me. Everyone else will fight to the end, and then I will flee or something. Right? Um, that's I mean that's just in incredibly an evil thing to do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay waste to the country out of spite. I, I see. Uh, Lika One Eye says, "I want to see the next uh, Fed Minister of Health as a dude, bro, who can deadlift 400 pounds. <laughs> At least just someone in shape or healthy looking, you know, that has a, a sensible grasp on um, why people are are not healthy. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist. It's very, very clear what's going on. I like to use this metaphor a lot. My my town where I live, um, they closed the the one gym we had." Uh, I went there, but there wasn't very many people that did. And eventually it went out of business and they closed it up because it's like there's just not enough people to pay for memberships and, and to justify keeping the lights on in this place. But you know what did open in its place? A McDonald's, uh, which is doing amazing. The McDonald's is doing incredibly well. The gym went under. That, that's Canada. That's the pro The problem is us. Oh, let's throw money at it. Nope. No, you don't want to correct anybody. You don't want to tell anybody they're wrong. You want to just play nice all the time and be polite all the time and sugarcoat it. And everything's just, it's just, that's not how real life is. And that's not how things get done. Uh, so nothing's going to get done. We're just going to spin our wheels and continually circle the drain tighter and tighter. If it feels like things are getting worse faster, it's because it is. It's like uh, circling the drain or a toilet bowl, you know, drop something in and watch it, you know, spin around the circumference of the, uh, of the bowl, and then as it gets closer and closer to the, it goes faster and faster and faster until out the tube it goes, or down the drain it goes. Um, that's that's where we're getting there. Al Stern says, some chick at RBC out here in British Columbia warned me about some red-headed gingler guy named Jeremy McKenzie. Something about terrorism and such. Well, you know, bankers are, are the most trustworthy people in the world, obviously. I mean, they've... The, the banking industry has the longest and cleanest history of any industry. There's not an ounce of blood on their hands at all. There's no lies. There's no bailouts. There's no billions and tens of billions of dollars in lawsuits for criminal activity and, and fraud and embezzling and money laundering. and all. No, sir. If the bank says something, you can trust they are the best people in the world. So, I mean, to even, to even infer that the bank is somehow not good. It's crazy. You're insane. You're insane, Elstern. For even bringing this up. Camby Dreads has just wanted to say, take my money. I have to go eat some salad. But no death for me. Found my friends. We are building my greenhouse. B emojis. Four of them. Thanks for keeping uh, our chins up. Good. Good to, Good for you. Glad to hear it. What happened in Waco says, when we give government the power to make medical decisions for us, we in essence accept that the state owns our bodies. People are okay with it. They're, they don't see, you know what? People don't care about their own body. Maybe that's what it is. I care about mine. I try to take care of it. And I try to do, you know, as you know, reasonably so. A lot of people don't seem to give a shit. So they don't care if the government's like, hey, we're going to come put some untested medical crap in your arm. And, ah, fine, go nuts. I don't care. 
Jesus. Miss Moon says, anyone else starting uh, start getting targeted ads for Body Break merchandise after the first time Rage mentioned Body Break? I sure did. I'm keeping them in business. They're not... I'm really tired of these of these carry-on coattail riding motherfuckers, all right? Like, Body Break. Body Break! I know you're watching Hal Johnson, you old bitch! Yeah, you're not so big now, now that I'm a grown man in his prime and you're old and on the way out. Now, I'll fight you now. I'm gonna Jake Paul your ass. Or Logan. Which one is the young guy that keeps fighting way over the Hellfighters? Is it Logan Paul? Whichever one it is, that's what's going to happen to you, Hal Johnson. You know, I know. I see you out there trying to find finding my audience members and trying to trying to hawk your wares and your sweaters on them. Scarecrow says Sharia law now. No, no, no Sharia law. Madam Breezy says the circus of gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. Gobbledy. Oh my God. Gobbledygook is the word. Maybe glibbledygook. She's making it up. Maybe making up a new one. Gobbledygook. That's pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, I have no time. There's no time to, to to waste with watching these. Let's see what happened. In question period. No one. No one's watching because it's a complete waste of time. They're just. It's just masturbating. They're in there stroking their own egos like they're like they matter. Like anything they do matters. Lika One Eye says there won't be World War Three. We're already in World War Three. Uh, U.S. neocons want to manage the slow burn, inflict max damage to Russia and Germany. They're not inflicting any damage to Russia. Uh, if shit hits the fan, the U.S. will ignore Article 5 and sacrifice Europe. It, there is no U.S., though. That, that's the thing. There is no countries anymore. There are corporations and interested criminal mafias. Um, you know, that's that's like saying, oh, well, the Toronto Maple Leafs aren't going to put up with this, man. I mean, when they, like, listen, if the NHL wants to change the rule, the rule gets changed. The end. You're just a fucking team in the league. You don't own this place. Who do you think you are? I don't care if you are the United States. Look who your president is. You think that was the, really, the truly the will of the American people, that that person be the leader of that nation? Really? You really think that? He's been in there for how long? You know, pick a decade. He's a completely different person depending on the time. It just goes whatever way the wind's blowing. Fake people saying fake things for other fake people to pretend to fake clap to so they can fake elect more fake people for fake causes and fake virtue for a fake country. It's all nonsense. I, it doesn't matter what, you know, the people in charge are out of their minds. They're, they're idiots that have been placed there. They've allowed, they're either allowed to be there or they've been placed there. Anybody that gets um, starts to accumulate any kind of substantial power that it becomes a problem for business, well, they get removed. Like the mafia would do. Right? Any, any criminal enterprise. You start screwing with their money, they're taking you out. Um, did I catch up? Am I all caught up? So anyway, we're already in World War Three. Every country in the West is involved in this con in this in this war with Russia. It's entirely our doing. Um, and I, but I, I will we'll get to that later. I do want to start with this though because this is just absolutely b bazooka stupid. <laughs> Holy Toledo! So yeah, this is one of Fairy's memes again. You know these kid this kids they're all getting arrested like every day for like. I got, who do you think they are? Me? Like, what are you doing getting arrested all the time for nonsense? This is, this is I don't, you know, you trying to move in on my territory here? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, you know, this same kid uh, and his friends, uh, he was arrested for, um, for going to school because he disagreed with, well, this on the left. And this thing on the left here, you know, of course it's on the left-hand side. Uh, that's allowed to teach in school with giant, cartoonishly stupid, and, uh... I mean, very insulting and making a mockery of just just the entire existence of being a female human being. Just being a woman is on display here. 
as a joke being mocked in real time. Um, and that is celebrated and cherished as beautiful and brave and strong. And that's teaching children in school again. And over here on the right, well, this young man who says, this is crazy, or we shouldn't be sexualizing children. And hey, I, I believe, I'm a Christian in a Catholic high school, by the way, um, and the Bible says we're not supposed to do this. Well, they expelled him from school. And then when he tried to go back anyway, because that's illegal, you can't expel someone from school for their religious beliefs at a Catholic school when they're a Catholic. Uh, so the, the police arrested him very bravely and heroically, I might add. Um, where is this, uh, oh, did I, I think I might have moved these videos into the wrong place. Oh, no, here it is. Did not. So now they're getting arrested again. In Ottawa. For protesting, a, I believe, some perverted, disgusting sexual event for children. Good, good. And they've got those the stupid squeaky toys. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's like a baby crying, and they're like, you're like a little baby. They're, it's so retarded. Um, but here's some more of the Ottawa police on display. Very professional, high class, the best in the world. You know. Don't get those phones any closer to my face. They're going to end up in the snow. You got it? Is that a threat? You understand you're me? threatening me? I am the press. Got it? You understand me? I'm, I'm not very good at shaving, and I missed this entire part under my own lip here. I shaved my entire face. But I left this patch of d whatever this is, armpit hair growth under my lip while I was getting ready to go out into the world as a representative of the Ottawa Police Force today. I thought I looked at this and I was like, this looks good. I'm going to yell at some kids to respect my authority today. It's a good guys. I'm just I can't. I'm just loving the new direction of the Circulonian police forces. They're doing so good. Assault Don't get those phones any closer to my face. They're going to end up in the snow. You got it? Is that a threat? You understand you're me? You're threatening me? If I am the press. If those closer to my face, they're going you, in the you snow. You threaten me again. Get your back. life. Hey, I did not advance on get him. He's, I am not advancing on you. You came to me. Don't get in my I face. I am not. In I believe him. I believe the cops came over and he started filming. For, this is what everyone's going to do for their own protection. And then they all get all, oh, they filmed it for everybody gets all up. It's it's so stupid. Your face, you're in my face. You just touched me. You threw you're us off still, the street. You're still we're right where we, we have not no, to be. We have a right to be here. This is public property. You don't have a right to be on public property if we tell you to leave, says. Now, this guy's just not going to shave at all. You know, it, this just... We've just abandoned, entirely abandoned professional dress standards, I guess, across the board. And in the military, I mean, you can have purple and pink hair in the army now if you want. You can have nose rings, you can have lipstick on, do whatever you want. More on that later. On what, what order? Like, how is that? You don't get to just tell the public to leave. I gave the gospel here in Ottawa, the capital of Canada, the country that stands up for the fundamental freedoms. One of them is freedom of expression and freedom of religion. The son of a veteran was just arrested for sharing the truth of the gospel in the city of Ottawa. Somebody watch my back. I don't trust him. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Particularly, I'm not on the street. This is not the... Oh, Canada, we're putting kids in jail. They're not worshipping the gods that we've chosen for them, so they must be punished for it. 
And because they're 16, it's like, well, that's what we're going to give you. I bet if they were 35 or 45, they would even treat it worse. Um, this is how it starts. I hope these kids are, uh, like, <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine what it would have done to my psyche at 16 years old, being clearly of the same kind of mindset as as these as these fellows were. Because I'm not. Um, by the way, right now, if you here's a tip: if you want to just weed out who's fucking totally fucked in the head on your like Facebook feed or whatever social media you have, make a just a generic post about God that really could be interpreted any any number of ways, and just watch what happens. Watch how crazy triggered people get about it, it's it's something to see. <laughs> you know, I myself. I am not a, you know, and they just assume. Well, you say Jesus Christ all the time and you're calling yourself. I didn't call myself anything. You just put that in there. I, I'm i not an atheist. That's that's about it. Um, I don't go to church. I don't. I, I read the Bible in jail. I read the whole thing, pretty much. 94 or 5% of it. Because um, there's not a lot to do in there. And uh, a lot of these people that are actually claiming to be super raw, raw religion, they're completely full of shit. They're completely full of shit. And I know they've never read their own book because I've read it. And I'm like, if they had read it, they, how this doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is like this is like all of the drag queen story time counter protesters, like with the rainbow flags. They're all there holding, you know, copies of Mein Kampf. And you're like, ah, uh, did you read that? And like, yeah, I don't think you did. I don't know if you know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think you did. The point uh, I was trying to make is that I would have respected their I mean, not being, I'm not a, I'm not a rah-rah, you know, I, I think there's a lot of excellent teachings and messages in that book, and I consider myself uh, culturally a Christian because I was raised in a Christian country founded on Christian principles and ideals uh, from Christian people going back to Europe for fucking thousands, you know, of years uh, so generally, the way our society is, our moral compass, right and wrong, what we do, don't do, socially acceptable, that that's all comes from that. Because before the government in the state of Canada, there was the church, and that was the authority from which governed kind of our... Uh, we were spiritually governed, not state-governed. And you see how that has become a problem? I started writing a substack about this, and I got like... I, I it just... It's, it's hard. It's a hard concept to to do I, my brain started to get tired and I, I was like this is this is too much but in totalitarian countries and totalitarian societies like North Korea this was one of the pictures I was going to use actually this will work like the state is God literally they're considered like some kind of deity figure or a divinely appointed by God so they're basically God's representative here on earth the state and here they are worshipping bowing this is a, a Kim Il-sung and then Kim Jong-un or whichever ones in North Korea, you know, of the so they're there worse that there's no church. <laughs> okay? Because the church, if you have a people that's governed by their spirit and, 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 and as corrupt as the church has been, I'm not, you know, bailing out the church for all the fucking things it's people are pieces of shit. Wherever you'll find people, ninety percent of them suck. I don't care what it is. Whatever your thing is that you really like, get a hundred of them together and I'm gonna be I guarantee you half the people in that room are shitheads. Okay. So, you know, I can't remember where I was going with this. Something with the church. They're not perfect. Um, but when you're governed 
and governed meaning, you know, and then that was what made everybody mad. It was like, fear God, not the government. That doesn't mean grovel around and be afraid. Oh, my God, don't kill me. I'll give to charity. Oh, please don't fucking. Why don't people, uh, why don't you just quit your job and stay home and demand money for free? Why don't people do that? Well, because they know they'll be fired. So they're, they're, they live with a healthy respect for consequences. That's what, that's what it means. That's what the f fear God means. It doesn't mean walk around in fear all the time. It's understand what this is and act accordingly, okay? Um, and I'm not afraid of shit, bro! I'm like, oh, really? You're not afraid of nothing, huh? And I'm gonna, let me go on a wild guess. You've never left your hometown, have you? Didn't think so, you know? You know what? That's where you find the bravest guys in the world. <laughs> People that just, um, Maybe they're just too bored. You know, they're in the woods and they're living in some farm somewhere in the prairies. I've never seen shit. All the guys volunteering for like World War One and World War Two. Have no idea what they're getting into. They're like, I don't care. I'm not afraid of shit. I'm like, <laughs> I just remember. It's like Yoda from Star Wars. Oh, you will be. I don't care. I'm a fucking badass. Well, how bad can it possibly be? D-Day. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Yeah, it could, it could get bad. Anyway. I think that it's, I would prefer at least a balanced, even-handed society or even potentially a theocracy of some kind over what the hell this fucking nightmare is we're living in now. Because there, who's in charge? There has to be someone. There always is. And the government wants it to be in charge. It, it is the ultimate authority. Um, so it can't have a bunch of people walking around thinking that, like, they're beholden to a spiritual connection to a higher realm that th this is this is truly that's what really matters and this is all we'll do in the best we can but i'm really want to retain being on the right side of the universe that's important to me as a, a person that believes that in a soul and so on so i i want to you know if you have people acting in that way uh they're they're their arguments and their framework of thinking is in a moral way they think about things morally right and wrong because of, you know, like, it's hard to watch, too. I have a video. I'll probably play it because I'm a psycho. One of these Russian soldiers is just, uh, he's been exposed to nerve gas, is my guess, and basically it melts your brain from the inside. Of your, it's an incredibly painful and awful way to die. It's one of the worst ways to die you can imagine on, on Earth, and that's why it's been banned. That's why internationally, uh, things like sarin gas and nerve gas, this stuff is not a lot, like it, just having it is the reason as dj pointed out we invaded allegedly other countries and destroyed them just for having them our side is using them on people right now and there's not a word being said about it it's not it's not maybe it's not allegedly there's dozens of videos on all over the internet um of it happening of Ukrainian troops putting the bombs together, laughing about it, showing the drones and the and the the canisters and what colors they are and which one is which and how they made it and ha ha ha, ha. and then it shows the drone dropping that canister on the guy's head and he fucking the two of them choke to death and drown in a ditch, die cold alone in the middle of nowhere in some fucking hole swamp somewhere in Donetsk. Probably their bodies may never even be recovered and what's left of them will be picked apart by crows. I mean, why why are we not addressing this? That was was there ever an ounce of evidence given for Saddam Hussein's chemical weapons of mass destruction? Syria, uh, Libya, no. 
Oh, Assad gassed his own. They almost had us into Syria, too. We were this close, guys. We almost did another Iraq in Syria because Assad has to go. He's still hanging in there. <laughs> Stubborn son of a bitch. He's, oh, he's gas. Obama says, uh, if uh, President Assad crosses the uh, red line and uses uh, chemical weapons, then the United States will have uh, no choice but to uh, respond with uh, uh, military force. Fucking ten minutes later, Assad has used chemical weapons. Oh, well, there you go. Easy enough. But now, because the different people we we want to win, because there's money involved, uh, we're going to look the other way on using nightmare weapons from hell. Okay? Like, we all sat around after the horrible nightmare that was World War II as a, as a race of people, as human beings, and went, okay, there's, there's this and guys, that, that was fucked. That was fucking fucked up. Do you know how crazy World War II is? It's at this time here. I already warned Morgan <laughs> when we first started dating. <laughs> a few months in, I, I was like, I just remembered, I got to warn you. At least, usually but once a year. I enter this weird phase where I become obsessed with World War II again. It lasts about six weeks, and then I'll—I don't know—it just happens. I'm in it again right now. <laughs> and she's like, "You warned me this would happen." <laughs> she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Uh, watching a, listening to a documentary about the Battle of Midway at two o'clock in the morning." Did you know Nimitz? Fuck. She's like, "I don't—I don't care." <laughs> Listen, so that we were like, okay, that war? Oh, my goodness, guys. We can't be racing cities and, you know, gas attacks and the whole... What the fuck are we doing? We're literally going to end the Earth. Do we want to end the Earth? No, we don't want to end the Earth. It's crazy. Okay, so let's let's establish some ground rules. Next time, if we're going to do this again, there needs to be some fucking... Do we all agree? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, first of all, this was later. I mean, it was banned in international, you know, nerve gas... You know, anthrax, shit like this. It's like, oh, yeah, that? Uh, who votes no one's allowed to use that? Oh, everyone put their hands up. Yeah, no, no. Who wants to die from that? No, no, no one. Literally no one. We all agree? So anyone caught with this shit, we're, they're fucking out, right? We're going to fuck them up? Okie dokie. All right, next on the docket, you know, the Nuremberg Code. We threw that out, too. So all of the... um. A lot, a lot of like the, the moral ethical standards from when we were governed internally as a spiritual people who our, our primary authority was morality, which was derived from the idea of a, a god or creator, you know, the higher dimension and all of that. That was really what drove us as a, as a people into decision making, what to do, what not to do. That's since been replaced with worldly things and, and government people who are, who are not uh, – they're, they're quite fallible and make a lot of mistakes and are prone to all kinds of problems and errors. So we don't even ask these questions of ourselves anymore. We don't even sit around and go, is this right or wrong? Like, there would be a reference to, you know, is this cool with, with, um, you know, with what I believe as a person and my religion and my, and my spirituality, whatever it is. You don't have to have a religion. I don't, I don't really have a religion. I've read a lot of the books of different I, – I just – it's personal, as it's supposed to be, especially if you're a Christian. It's supposed to be with everyone. Your relationship with your creator is between you and them. And that's the only person that can do that is you. There's the, all, a lot of the shit that they have today isn't even supposed to exist. There's not even supposed to be a pope. None of this stuff. It's all fake. Anyway. I think if we were still socially tuned that way, 
that we would be a lot better people. Because we would be raising our children and ourselves in a, in a state of reminding, you know, what, what's important, what's not important, you know, to do the right thing and, and oppose, you know, injustice and evil and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And you probably wouldn't have as many, you know, homeless vagrants and drug addicts and, and all of the, you know, the problem really is, like I keep saying, nobody cares, nobody's ever cared. That is the problem. Nobody does care, really. I think we used to care, and I don't think we care anymore. Now the state is God, and it makes all the decisions, apparently, because you can't even, I mean, how far have you come when you have, a, a, you know, North America, Europe too, is now kneeling, you know, the freedom of religion, which was is supposed to be one of, if you know, freedom of speech and freedom of religion are the two most hotly contested, you know, items on, on the on the uh, free civilization docket. If you don't have those, I mean, what? I mean, no one used to question those. At, at, who would be against those things? Who in their right mind? But now we are. Now you don't have freedom of religion in Canada anymore mandates government oh the tv man said so that's proof because people are comfortable with it those cops were comfortable with it those people were comfortable with it across the street yelling at them in the hundreds of them hundreds of them there with their squeaky toys and their trans flags and all their love is love you hateful they were all fine with this child a child a, a child and i'm not meaning to be disrespectful i mean from my point of view, as a 36-year-old fucking, you know, guy that's been to war when you're 16 years old, this kid's in a war of his own right now. They shouldn't, if, again, we were a people that had that sense of morality and moral integrity, should be able to gaze across the street and be like, why are they arrest They're arresting a teenager? What the fuck's happening? What are you doing? They, they cheered it on happily, laughing, oh, the best. We're a morally bankrupt people everywhere, so that is why you're seeing everything go to hell. That's why we have terrible leaders. That's why we have scum and criminals and thieves everywhere, um, because the the vanguard of doing the right thing, they're gone. They're, they're, or the, did they ever exist? Was there ever enough of them, and did it just slowly get overtaken? I don't know. But we certainly don't have good people in charge anymore. I couldn't sleep at night. I can right now, and I always will be because no matter what happens, I'm, I'm always going to tell the tr like what I think is important or what I want to talk about. I'm not going to know about something horrible that bothers me and want to talk about it but not do it because I'm afraid of what people might say or how it might impact my fucking career or something. That's never going to happen. If I want to talk about something, I'm going to because, of, because I think it's important. I couldn't imagine being at a position in our government like, – and any of these people, and any of these, in any of these countries, in any of these governments, to have that kind of power and sit there, uh, knowingly supporting war criminals and murderers and rapists, and just being like, "Hey, you got to play the game. It's a means to an end, man. You know, you got to fucking give and take a little bit. You know, sometimes you got to team up with. No, you no what, what? Like you can say that now behind your fucking desk, all nice and warm and comfy here in Canada. Oh, I'm sure it makes sense there." Why don't you go over there and see for yourself 
what it smells and looks and sounds and feels like, what you're doing. You can feel things in your in your bones as they happen. It's like you you like phase into another fucking frequency. When the right amount of stress and fucking craziness is applied, I mean like seeing people burn alive and and shit like seeing I've seen people burn alive. Have you ever seen someone burn alive? You can, something happens to your, I'm not, this isn't like, oh, it's just a thing. No, physically, something happens to you and you like shed a skin like a snake. These people making these decisions, they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They have no idea what they're talking about. And all they're going to do is get people hurt and they don't care. And we're supporting murderers and, and, and crazy people. And anyone that knows better, well, they don't want to listen to them. They're right, they're far right neo Nazis and cra- yes, it's very, very far right neo Nazi like to be like, hey, let's let's not have let's not have world war. Did you know that the Nazis uh, would have they would have killed people like me immediately, day one, the first day, I show up be like this government's full of shit. Bye, bye, bye. You're either going to a mental health ward and not coming back, or you're going to some labor camp, or maybe fucking Mengele's dungeon. I don't know, but uh, don't worry. Don't worry. The fucking local police will make sure that you are, are not a problem. And that's the thing with a society that runs on fear of the state. That's how it works there. You ever read the, you ever read the book? There's a book called Ordinary Men about the Einsatzgruppen in Germany. <laughs> If you want to feel that, just a taste, if you can maybe just imagine that feeling that I told you about where you're just like phased into something else. Like I know, I knew in an instant, I was like, I am now different than I was five minutes ago. I can feel it. I don't, I can't really explain it, but something just, you know, and that stays that way forever. These guys, that happens to them, you know, to the point that they become, they don't have a soul. They're just numb to, it's, it's fucking crazy, but how they were able to pull off these insane feats of savagery and brutality is fear. And if they didn't do it, it's like, listen, man, I don't want to have to take you away. Like, I think this is fucked up too, and you pro- you're probably right, but if I don't do I'm going right into the fucking hole next to you. So it's literally me or you. I'm not going to be the one that picks up the phone when the Fuhrer calls and says, I let you go because I thought you were in the right and you are kind of being a dickhead. Then I'm the one going on the fucking cross. You understand? So you're goddamn right. And they did it. They'd get drunk and do whatever they had to do. Eliminate people, assassinate them, fucking arrest kids, whatever it was. Good, good stuff. When it, when a, it good, only good things happen when you have men with power to wield over other, other people in their society and they're being run on fear that they're cowards, that they fear the authority, that what happens if they stand out of line, their consequences. The fear of consequences of the worldly people, you understand, is overpowering the fear of consequences to your, your mortal fucking soul and who you are as a being on this earth, what you are. You just went from whatever you thought you were, you're, you're now literally a jackboot thug of the Gestapo. There's no difference between you and him. Mentally, spiritually, physically, you're the exact fucking same. You're in the same position, doing the same things for the same reasons. If I don't, I'll get in trouble. 
What's, where's the lie, guys? Yeah, let's have a state that that's that's God. So that's why, like, you know, if you have that fear, even if it, even like, and you know, people that have belief in you know God and the afterlife, nobody is a hundred thousand percent sure. Like, no one can be. You can get as pretty convinced as you can, and be like, I'm, I'm, go-, like, that's why they call it faith, because it's like I'm jumping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and if if not, I'm dead anyway. So fuck it. That that concept of I answer to a higher authority of, of righteousness and good and evil. That thing is going to, I'm going to have to answer for what I do and don't do while I'm here. If you retain that and, and believe that and live your life that way, who, who are you more afraid of? Like what, which master are you serving? Who takes precedence? Do you listen to, you know, Reinhard Heydrich, who has told you to, you know, arrest this 16-year-old for going to church and disobeying the Fuhrer's orders? Or do you go, well, I don't... I don't really want to be an accessory to evil, though. I feel like that's... that's. I mean, in the cosmic scale balance of justice, I feel like I'm going to end up on the wrong side of this somehow. I just feel instinctively that, like, this is all bad. Like, this is bad shit. And I don't, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be a part of it. Minimum. Bare minimum. I'm not getting it. I, I'm out. Here's my badge. You, you do it. You, you go do it. I'm not doing this. That's more important to me than my job and my paycheck and my pension. That's just, people are just built differently. They care about their money and their job, whatever, and these other people care about those things. That's why you have people in the camps that they're in, more or less. I'm not willing to compromise, you know, who I want to be as a person, the kind of person I want to leave for my children or your or your brothers or sisters or cousins or nieces or nephews or some you might somebody is somebody that you are going to leave behind when you're not here anymore what kind of person do you want them to remember you to be what does the scorecard say when you're done excellent rule follower 10 out of 10 obeyer never caused a problem uh <laughs> Got a gold watch on retirement, which he had then had to pawn to pay for his fucking health care. And then uh, got uh, colon cancer, died 69 uh, in a chair watching football. The end. Inspiring. I'm just so jealous I couldn't be me, you know? Why don't you why don't you just be normal? Oh, what's normal look like? Yeah, let's be let's be the normal people, the sick, fucked up, spiritually bankrupt uh obeyers of people that, you know, commit mass murder, war crimes, genocide and, and all that shit. Now nah, I'm good. The sound of hooves. Here they come. Come to take your life. 
Todd Salerno says, read the book, Ridge, Unreal, Shooting People by the Thousands, The Danger of Ultimate State Power Run by People with Fanatical Beliefs. Sound familiar? Sure does. It's not a good time. Things go sideways. Godzilla, he says, Matthew 5, 11, 13. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For So they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I mean, you know, you shouldn't do things because you expect a reward. It should just be, I just feel compelled to do it because it's the right thing to do, and that's who I choose to be here on this earth. I don't care if everyone's evil except me. Everyone else on earth was evil. I'd still be the same. I would just not, I'd hate everyone. <laughs> Probably would have offed myself a long time ago, you know, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not, you know. I guess people just don't care about any of it. They're too busy watching. Do they even think about these things? These concepts are too busy watching sports. When you're face to face with death, you're gonna. It's gonna come up. When you see people getting burned alive and you know, vaporized by fucking tank cannons and have bullets rip their fucking flesh apart and you know, finding a human foot on a leg. You know what I mean? Once you start dealing with this kind of stuff, start to wonder like, what does? Yeah, so so. Uh, Wonder what happens. Rail blasting commies. He says, hopefully that cop that threatened this guy understands what a guillotine is. They don't care. They don't care. Nobody cares. What happened at Waco says, for what shall it, this is going to just turn into Bible quotes now. I got to get out of here. I didn't, this was my fear. I don't want to turn this into a church. It's terrifying. If he gained the whole world, for what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul? I mean, that's a good, I mean, if you're a good person, that should resonate with you and that should make sense. What 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 good is it to be like, I'm emperor of the whole world, but I'm an evil, horrible piece of man. Well, what was the point of that? Things for the sake of things, you know, it's just silly. It's just very, um, we have a very spiritually immature people now. And I think that's the cause. I think that is the root cause of all of our problems. I think that is a huge one. It's got to be. I'm. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a root canal. I'm like I'm sitting here somewhere. Is it George Soros? No, that was way, way back. We're going way deeper than that. Way, 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 way past that. I passed lizard people hours ago. I'm so dark in the weeds down here. I think when you have people, I think when you have a society that's spiritually bankrupt, and you know, like like we are, that value like instant gratification, fast everything, fast food, fast sex, fast friends, fast money, fast right. I I don't think that's uh, which is also an indication of a discipline problem, which is a a sign of immaturity. And I and I think this culturally. This collective immaturity, spiritually, where, you know, we're, we're this compromised. I think your society is doomed to collapse. Absolutely doomed to collapse. Because we inherited a society that was built doing the opposite of the things we're doing now. So, it's like building a... I just built a cabin out of these logs. I'm gonna, now I'm going to play the same video, but in reverse, and expect there still to be a cabin. 
No, you've just deconstructed it in the order that it was constructed, and now it doesn't exist anymore. So now you're left with nothing. And and that's what we're going to have if these people aren't challenged and stopped, is that, you know, that's that's why I laugh at them. I'm like, you're such an idiot. Like, you just, you just wait. Then we're, then we're going to be in charge. You're going to rule over an empire of ashes. There'll be nothing. It'll just be carnage and mayhem. What good is that? Is that what you want? You want to be king of the trash pile? I'd rather be a peasant in a palace than a king on the trash pile. Because I can raise my children in the palace in relative safety with a bright future. Living in a trash pile, even if you're the king, well, your kids get carried away by mutant-sized rats from the nuclear radiation and the holo- you know, holocaust that was ensued after the world was fucking destroyed. Because a bunch of immature, retarded assholes just uh, couldn't be bothered to act like grown-ups. Basically. <laughs> what happened in Waco says, fire tests gold, suffering tests brave men. Let's see how far you're willing to go. That's, that's dude, that's such an intense, I love it. People that know what I'm talking about get addicted to it. David Goggins is, is probably the best example that's ever ever ha- ever been made. I know guys. Um, there's a lot of them in the in the special forces that like like one guy, one of my roommates. He would just climb mountains. Why? You know, I'm gonna go climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I have never had an interest in doing that. You know, why would I want to do that? They like to see how far they can go. They want to go till they're like, I'm so exhausted and I want to quit so bad and all I want to do is die. That moment right there is what they live for. (laughs) So that they can go internally and just like power through it on sheer will. And then they phase shift into another dimension again. Something happens to them physically and now they they literally have leveled up in real time. A man that has never climbed Mount Kilimanjaro versus the man that has climbed, gone up and come back down, those are not the two same guys. It's just, they're not. That's why you're not, when you're 18 years old, you're not done. Like, all right, I'm a, I'm a man now. Like, no, you're a brand new, right out of the package. You still smell like plastic. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're, okay, go, you're starting, Go! Like, that guy had done more at 30 years old than most men do in their entire lives. And he was like, he had the wisdom of, he wasn't very old, I think he might have been like 27, 28 years old. But he was more like a 50-year-old man in, in the way he's, in his thinking and his maturity. You know what I mean? Because he would intentionally punish himself and go through suffering and, you know, he was a tough motherfucker, that guy. Fire tests gold, suffering tests brave men. Go punish yourself. Go put yourself in, you know, they're like the polar bear dips. Guys like to do shit like that to see how our, and it's, uh, it's something worth doing. And, and it's like building, uh, calluses on your hands or on your feet or like, that's just, that's how everything works. All of, it's like those guys, uh, <laughs> bro, man, like you don't want to fight me. Cause when I, when I go, I just see red and I just go crazy. Red. I'm just, I assume I'm going to be this warrior. Out of nowhere. I've never been in a fight in my life. I've never done any training. I don't even lift weights. I've a, my my capacity for physical and mental pain is literally zero. It's nothing. But I assume I'll be able to just compete with someone who's... 
Come on, dude. It's so funny. CRJ says, you're born into this world looking like your parents. Leave this world looking like your decisions. Ooh. How's Ozzy Osbourne doing? <laughs> Tenacious V says, I read Ordinary Men and it changed my life. Seeing the devolution of morality, I can't imagine actually living through something so abhorrent. Well, we're getting there. Making gains says, what's the latest with the bank? Did you find a credit union bank? I have. I have. It's been taken care of. Um, I'm in the process of finishing everything up, but yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not going to say any more than that because the, 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 the goblins will try and get that too. So I'm going to leave that up to their, their good luck. <laughs> I've got, uh, I got a couple, I, I even got a backup. So, um, for now, yeah, but yeah, thanks. Reverend Chad says, look into the former Navcon property and Ramada Inn in Cornwall, Ontario being sold as refugee processing relocation center city is being colonized by the new york migrants to replace the locals for democracy that sounds great i think we need more of that dr jenstein says canada feels like that guy uh, gassed in the water ditch right now the video you shared on talk yeah i'll get to that it's just so awful tony toronto says testing hi th hi tony are you tony tony my favorite tony <laughs> madam breezy says my golden rule is don't be a dick right and that's sometimes that's enough for people if they if they they know what that means, you know? There's an understanding of, like, common manners and things you just don't do that that people understand to be just correct. Like, as if we were in a big room of people and someone did something and everyone's reaction was, a de was some degree of, oh, my God, you know? Everyone doesn't need to be told that this is wrong. They just were like, oh, Lord, what are you doing? Just immediately reacted in disgust. It's instinct, you know? Oh, where are we going? Where are we going? I'm going to make sure I miss anything. No one integrates their shadow. Chris, somebody says on Odyssey, I am the shadow. I could bust out whenever I want. <laughs> it's, But you know what? That's, that's part of it, too. You have to learn to embrace that. That's part of being a person. It's in there. Or maybe you don't want to. Um... So we'll get to this war stuff. So I go to the war first or how insane Canada is, which, I mean, there's never, <laughs> there's never really an end to that. Oh, man, I hate Facebook so much. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I'm having a hard time deciding. What do you guys think? I got to do a time check. Good to go. Right on the money. Sexualizing shit. All right. Yeah, I guess I was just kind of still talking about this. This kind of shit. Play. It was already just loaded. Why? Why do you do these things to me? Computer enhance. <laughs> it always tells me you're suspended. You're like, shut up. I know. I know. I'm banned forever. Why is there no volume? Oh. Okay. Um, hi, I'm a grandmother that has 10 grandchildren in the school district. Um, I have two things that are on my mind here because... Seems like some kind of moral issue she's having. You just state your name for the record. Please. Teresa Gebbink. Thanks. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and jump right in. Um, one of them is a safety policy. I don't know if there is such a thing for overnight trips. 
My first concern is regarding an overnight field trip coming up in which there are students that identify as the opposite sex attending. Sorry, just to interrupt, that's not on the agenda. We're speaking about items that are on the agenda. <laughs> is it not a policy? I thought you were rewriting all the policies. No, the, the agenda was posted online, so we're speaking about items that are on this agenda. So okay. that is um, not one of them. I don't want to talk about that, so we're not going to talk about that. Says radical feminine. Like, the, why do they always look like this? And why is there so many of them in so many positions of power? What about uh, for violence and bullying in the schools? Is that something I can speak That's on? That's not on this agenda either. Okay. So, basically, anything I wanted to say today is... Not going to, when can I come you can to speak email about the trustees it? at any point? I have emailed issues. you yeah. and you responded, yeah. but I didn't get the answers that I was hoping for. Well, if you have further um, questions, because you can to the board. there is a transgender child going on this field trip, but where is this child going to sleep? I know you can hear me. I can hear you, but it's not getting broadcast because you're you saying stuff that's potentially that's discriminatory. So I'm not, uh, no, it's getting broadcast. Uh, Willow, what is that? Looks like Reichelt. Reinhard? Hard to say. Reinhard Heydrich, is that you? I'm not going to let you speak anymore. You can please take a seat. Those items. I'm not going to let you speak anymore. Look at the satisfaction on her face when she says it too. Where's this child going to sleep? I know you can hear me. I can hear you, but it's not getting broadcast because you're saying stuff that's potentially discriminatory, so I'm not going to let you speak anymore. You can. She's smiling through her, blatantly smiling, because she says... You're, you're saying something that's potentially, you might be discriminating maybe potentially, so I'm going to refuse your, I'm going to silence you. Because your, and your, 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 your concern is that there could be, well. Do I, do I need to go over the, the statistics? You know, the assaults and the rapes and the, I don't know. I could understand being apprehensive about your, you know, baby girl or granddaughter going on a field trip and, uh, you know, they're going to stay in the same quarters overnight as some guy that was called Kevin, but now he's something else and he's got a beard and a wig and whatever is, you know, and they're going to alone, no super, no, really just no supervision at all. They're just going to be, uh-huh. And I'm not allowed to. I'm not even allowed to talk about this because, well, it's potentially discriminatory. And uh, radical, you know, fifth wave feminist Karen here has decided that you're you as a grandmother have no right to speak on this issue uh, anymore. I know you can hear me. I can hear you, but it's not getting broadcast because you're, you're saying stuff that's potentially discriminatory. So I'm not going to let you speak anymore. You can please take a seat. Those items are not on the agenda. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Chilliwack School Board. Reichelt is her name. Willow Reichelt. Blatantly censored uh, parents speaking about schools sexualizing kids and allowing boys who identify as girls to sleep in the girls' dorms. I'm not going to let you speak anymore. <laughs> These people are... are all infected with the same thing. You can see it. It's it's you know the goblinism is real. It's a, it's like just some way they carry themselves. It's some kind of re barely restrained contempt. 
it's very it's very condescending and it's just beneath the, it's just right beneath the surface you can almost see it crawling out of their skin at you it's right there i'll show you another Other example of this uh... and uh you know nobody make me i know what you guys are going to do and i'm not going to do what everybody thinks i'm going to do so I'm just going to play this. Other than obviously uh, highlighting and bringing awareness to a uh, you know, company that Windsor's very proud of, what was the purpose of this visit here today? Obviously, no real announcements happening today, but what was the reason? You know, the bird-like, you know, body movements are not inspiring confidence that you're not on drugs, for starters. I don't know what's going on there. Um so anyway, this is for everyone else in the non if that is not in in the gulag in Can, in Kanakistan. Um, this is the deputy. This is our vice president. Reason that you came to. And they're like, why? What are you doing here randomly in this town, Windsor, Ontario? I believe. Like, what's what is what is calls a press conference to this random factory? And they're like, what? Uh, so what are we doing? No real announcements happening today, but what was the reason that you came to Windsor today? Well, <laughs> you gave the beginning of the answer in your question. Um, okay, I'm just going to break this down. The beginning of the answer was in her question. What was her question? Of What was the purpose of this visit here today? Obviously, no real announcements happening today, but what was the reason that you came to Windsor today? So... She says, part of your answer is in the beginning of the question, which is, what are you doing here? The answer is, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? What are you talking about? Well, you gave the beginning of the answer in your question. What? The a question is not the beginning of an answer. It's a question. Uh, 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 I can't help it. Um, Rico is a company that people in Windsor know about and are proud of. Um, it. So I'm, I'm translating and I, I know this is this has to happen because people apparently don't know how to do this. They don't know how to listen and understand that what they've just heard is nonsense. It's gobbledygook. Let me just say that the answer is part of is the first part of your question. My question was, what are you doing here? So the first part, what? The answer is what? What are you doing here? The answer is what? What are what are you? What are you what are you what are you saying? Let me just say that there is a company here that you guys all really like that nobody else has heard of. What are you t talking about? This this punchline to this really messy and confusing joke answer, which is, I mean, do you have serious cognitive impairment? How did this arrangement of words and phrases come into your brain, line up at the starting track, and the referee came over and went like, yeah, this looks good. Let that go out of my mouth. Let her rip. This is a legible response. No one will see this and go, we're all scrambled eggs in here.
Way you go. Sure. Let's hear the answer to this. The, and the, the punchline is the best part. Well, you gave the beginning of the answer in your question. Brilliant. Um, Rico is a company that people in Windsor know about and are proud of. Um, it, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a boost, a little bit of the spotlight and the cameras and the reporters that comes with me being here. Um, I'm also huh. really glad. <laughs> oh, so the final part of the translation is, I am here to grace you with my presence. You may say thank you now. I thought I would come help you out by bringing me and all of the cameras and everything that come with me so you could have a little bit of the, you know, the spotlight. I decided that you should, you should have a little sprinkling of attention. Aren't you grateful, peasants? Oh, yes, I am not a generous god. What a fucking insane thing to say. What are you doing in our town? I thought you could use some of the massive cameras and attention that I command. What? Why? I, my god. All right, I'll try to finish. Two give you guys a little bit of a boost, a little bit of the spotlight and the cameras and the reporters that comes with me being here. <sighs> um, I'm also really glad to- You know, you didn't have to bring them, right? You could have just went there and not made a big spectacle of it. She said like, well, they just, you know, just me being here and there's all these can't, you could have just went and this is so, this, this government is so, oh my, what a mess, dude. And these people want to fight the Russians. We're going to get our heads kicked in. And we deserve to. Support a company that is led by a woman. There aren't that many uh, in this sector. And I do think it's important for women leaders to support each other. So I sort of freely and openly admit that was an extra little asterisk and incentive. What you... Yes. This clip, perfect. I don't know who put this in here. Who made this clip? This is a perfect a, a way to end it, but good for you. A little asterisk. No, so so what is the re So the reason is... Thank you. Well, first of all, I would appreciate it if you don't diarrhea into my whole face like that again. That was, you know, now that I'm cleaned up, what I understand is you wanted to come here... Because the owner of this company is a woman, and so feminism and can't... What are you doing? Aren't you the deputy prime minister? Aren't you the finance minister? Aren't we like... Isn't there a lot of problems? And what, what are you doing? What is this? What are you doing? I am starting to think that these people uh, might not be qualified to do the jobs they're doing. I'm starting to think hiring a journalist and a drama teacher and a fucking graphic arts designer and so on with very little actual ability to connect with a normal person are not the best choices for to for for leadership potentially maybe I'm just I'm starting to believe it I'm probably wrong it's just a feeling I'm getting like watching a man burn alive on fire well not a man teenager <laughs>
frankly and openly admit that was an extra little asterisk and incentive. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> We're in good hands. What could go wrong? They're definitely on planes with cocaine. CRJ, don't do this to me. I I I refuse. I refuse to read that. If I turn my face into a lemon, I can deflect it away from me. Okay, I did it. I'm going to be okay. It's all you can do. You just gotta turn your face to a lemon. It's all you can do. It was very disturbing. Fisher of Mensa's school board goblin Willow was my tipping point tonight. <laughs> Make witch burnings great again. It's so infuriating the way they talk to people. Like, you can see it right. Like, you are such a fucking bitch. You are such a condescending, narcissistic, power hungry, holier than thou motherfucker aren't you oh man like just you can smell it all it's like gasoline it's a thick i mean you can't get away from it you don't nobody smells gasoline and goes what's that smell oh it's muffins oh it's uh you know it's a newborn baby it's a freshly broken in backseat of a new car it no it's it's gasoline everybody knows what it is if you don't i don't know what you're doing Oh, my goodness. Billy Bob, how are you, brother? Thank you very much. Says, running on Sask time, so obviously late. You bitch. Says, but I've been told it's okay to be late as long as you bring Tim's. So here, go get yourself a hot hottie. <laughs> Who have you been talking to? Morgan, what are you doing? A hot hottie. Get yourself a hot hottie. Get one. Get them now. Get them get while you can. Get them while they're... I mean, you shouldn't really get them. It's kind of a shitty company that, you know, is abusing children. No unvaccinated kids in our fucking... Oh. <sighs> Right. So I have some problems with the way the government uh, does things, obviously. Um, and I, the root of it is that I just they're not good people. I don't like I don't want the people in charge to be bad people. I want them to be good people that are doing, you know. I want them to be people like my grandfather was, you know, that's 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 the whole point, guys. That's how you. You want, what do we want to do? Well, we want to make the world a better place. How do we do that? Well, we do that by being the best versions of ourselves that we can be. We be the best people that we can be. And we set examples for ourselves to follow. And in that pursuit of just trying to, you know, you'll inspire other people. Maybe your, your, your you know, descendants. Because a big part of, of my grown-up was, you know, he was a great man. 
and I greatly admired his his courage and his tenacity and his strength of character and that kind of. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's yeah, you know, that's the kind of guy you want. Yeah, I don't want to be one of these little snivelly weirdos or some fucking hockey sports ball fucking imbecile who can't count, but he fucking you know. Uh, integrity and care. I mean, that's imp- it's it's you know. So let's just do that. <laughs> just try. Just try. And then the people behind you will have something. Well, because if you don't, where are we going to be? We we where where we've gotten so far is a is a world where for two years. Basically, my entire life has been one-stop, non-stop trauma ride. Uh, or people born even a little bit younger than me probably have it a little worse. Pretty close. Right around the cusp of adulthood is when 9-11 happened, so I never even really got to enjoy normal, <laughs> even really at all. So anybody even younger than me, you get totally screwed. Um, and it's been nonsense ever since. But for the last two years... Fear-mongering and gaslighting the likes to which you have never seen. Families turned against each other. Don't invite your own family over if they're not vaccinated like me. You should lock them outside, and you should send police with attack dogs, and you should you should put themselves in jail. Are you getting off on this? I, I love torturing people. Ah, what's to be done with the unvaccinated? They're taking up space. Maybe we should put them in some kind of camp. Ah! And and what was the point of all of this again? Well, it turns out that all of the conspiracy theories were right. That is not a, that's not an opinion, that's true. The Twitter dumps have been exhaustive and comprehensive as to how corrupt that insti- that organization was. With government talk, I mean, the whole thing was completely curated by the state. Suppression of voices, suppressions of dissent, suppression of alternate explanations, other scientists, world-renowned experts, and so on. Journalists, doesn't matter. It was a giant propaganda machine the whole time like we always knew it was. And not only is that being ignored by the media because they're complicit, they're ignoring the follow-on effects of that revelation, which are that not only is it incredibly corrupt and uh, and tied in with the regime and interested in, in maintaining some kind of uh, you know, control that were the, the information that leaked out that it had been guarding you from learning is so damning. It's so revolting and upsetting and absurd and insane that it should, by rights, ignore, ignite a global war against the pharmaceutical industries. They should be hunted by actual full-time militaries. The Navy SEALs should be flying around the world on VIP hits looking for Pfizer board members. That is what should be happening. And it's not. And it's insane. And that's because the people in charge have no interest in that. Because there's no money in that. 
they are bound by worldly things. They want money. They have their career. They're, uh, you know, my promotion. And oh, I could be, I could be speaker of the house next time if I, if I, oh, yeah, well, we've got these lobbyists, honey. We've invested all of our money into this pharmaceutical company. Oh, 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 oh. I don't, I don't want to be a piece of shit. I don't want to sit here quietly while people are dying, knowing I had the power to say if it saves just one life, if I could save just one fucking person from potentially ruining their lives or worse I, I could not live with myself if I don't do something about this within my power and if it fails it fails if it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't go anywhere if you, you're like Derek Sloan you get all these doctors and experts to show up and you put on a conference and it's all on television and it gets scrubbed from the internet and ignored and pushed and done, thrown into the dustbin well you know what he gave it the old college try and there's nothing on his conscience he doesn't have to live with this they all will. One of the best examples of that is the Twitter files. You see no coverage of this on CNN. No coverage of this astounding collusion between intelligence agencies and a social media network to suppress accurate information that would harm the political party that's in power. Which is fucking wild. It's wild that the news isn't covering this. Because, like... Arguably, that's as big a scandal as Watergate. It's as big a scandal Worse. as any other times in the past the where we've found that there's been some really shady shit going on that would change the way people would see a narrative. Remember when you had uh, Mark Zuckerberg on? Yes. And, and Zuckerberg was like, yes. like, yeah, the FBI reached out to us and they said, you know, hey, there's going to be a disinformation dump from Russia coming. And so we huh. were ready when the Hunter Biden thing dropped. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, this is a perfect example of they were just wrong. They yes. said, oh, this isn't Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, it, it's no big deal. Uh, this is just Russian disinformation. Yeah. And then it turns out it was his laptop. And yeah. so, and Mark Zuckerberg was almost doing a victory lap by saying, hey, I only suppressed it in the algorithm. As opposed to banning it. He was like, oh, I didn't ban it, so therefore I'm, you know, good on me. I did the bare minimum. Good for me. I did the bare minimum. You know what I would have loved to see out of Mark Zuckerberg? Do you know what people love? <laughs> Real life heroes. It's a heartwarming time when, when things like that happen. You know what I would have loved to see out of, out of Zuckerberg would have been after that happened, the, the realization that I'm being conned or played by the state to enforce state narrative. Like, I'm a businessman. I'm just running a platform. I'm supposed to be a free speech. Hey, I just want to be able to connect people and do a service. I got a social media. You know, I'm doing good. When did I get into the business of political uh, curation of ideas? When did that become part of my business plan? When did that become part of who I am? It's my job and responsibility to control what everybody sees and hears and thinks and so on. And I didn't even come up with this idea myself. The government came over and was like, hey, this is what we're going to do with your platform, all right? We want you to suppress it. We want you to make sure nobody ever sees this shit again. And you're going to bury it in the deepest, darkest hole, and you're going to put lie on it, and you're going to pour a concrete bunker over top of it, and you're going to... Oh, right, okay. I'll suppress the fucking, you know? Imagine if after what happened with, you know... Elon taking over Twitter and revealing, you know, Zuckerberg comes out and goes, look what I got. Look what they tried to make me fucking do. I'm blowing, I'm fucking calling it on you motherfuckers. Slams down a, bi a huge binder of evidence on the table. Add that to your fucking list of the FBI and CIA making sure everybody thinks the right things. 
Oh, and by the way, the things they want you to think are complete lies, if that matters to anyone at all. Because the real argument should just be, this government is not responsible for how you think about things. They're not supposed to control and manipulate and make sure they, have to, they keep your mind in a cage. That's craziness. That's the, we fought wars against that kind of behavior, and now it's happening and you're defending it. Never. And on top of that, the things that, it's not even like it's for your own good. It's like, no, these are this, we're just desperately trying to keep you inside the world of the truth. No, no, they're in cage. Engaging people in a world of lies for political reasons, and it's actually resulting in harms and deaths, and now potentially uh, massive wars. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be amazing if someone, you know, because we know it's true. Do you think it was just Twitter? YouTube's in on it. Facebook's in on it. Instagram's in on it. Snapchat, TikTok, it, you name it. You name it. Because they have this. And if this doesn't work, if the money doesn't work, you get this. Plata o plomo. Because that's how they work. Because they're gangsters. Hey, you want to help us be criminals? We'll make you rich. No thanks, I'm an honest person. Oh, well in that case, I can just murder you. I can just ruin your life. I can put you in jail. I can do. Maybe I'll just straight up assassinate you. I don't know, I can do whatever I want. So you can work for us or you can die. Which is it? That's a compelling argument. That's a tough call, isn't it? Very few people are willing to say, all right, shoot me. And who would be? What kind of person does that? And it's not just if somebody has nothing to lose. People have done that with lots to lose. President Kennedy had quite a bright future ahead of him. <laughs> figured he was he predicted his own death he knew they were going to come for him talked to his wife about it he wrote notes about it he's like they're going to try and kill me and they did and he knew it did he turn back nope sucks for him but what would compel someone to to do that in the face of something it's the right i have to i can't kneel to the i'm not made that way they're they're bad. They're bad. They're the bad guys. When did we forget that? When we when we did this as kids, boy, little boys especially. No one is a little boy. And it's a funny thing. It it turned. I remember when I was probably about seventeen. I started being like thinking bad guys were cool. You know, for the in movies and video games and stuff. Like started to like yeah yeah the bad guys. But this childlike innocence that that we used to have, where it was like, why do you fight the bad guys? Because they're bad. What more do you need to know? Everybody wanted to be Batman. No one wants to be the, you know. <laughs> Little kids weren't dressing up as, like, the penguin for Halloween. <laughs> you know, very few. The fucked up and weird ones, you know. Or they wanted to be Superman. Or they wanted, they have this, uh, they have this innate, natural connection to aspiring in, in their imagination aspiring to be someone strong and brave and powerful that stands against the powerful powerfully wicked to protect the weak that that concept to a young boy is is in, entrancing it's 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 captivating why do otherwise how exp, what are little boys into exactly oh they really like trains and no nah, they're really into superheroes and comic books and and that kind of stuff, Ninja Turtles and Batman and the Avengers and but what is the common theme here? 
That concept says there's something to identify with that in there, and the adventure of it all, and the and, and the the purpose of it. What 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 else to dedicate your life to doing? I'm really into the study of rocks. You know, I'm going to install every. Ge- I know I have a huge geology fan base, so try not to take it personally. But I'm going to make fun of all you rock people. <laughs> you watch. There'll be somebody in the chat like I literally am a geologist. I'm like, see, is that even the right field I'm insulting? I don't know. You know, but you know, seven-year-olds weren't just like when I grow up. I want to be studying rocks. Or maybe they do. Maybe there's no. I don't know. Probably some do. And good thing we have them because then otherwise we wouldn't have things like nuclear weapons. <laughs> Death to science! You know, no, just kidding. Some of the science. Hey, hey guys, some science is not all good. Some, not all science is created equal. Okay, some science we probably shouldn't have. We don't always need the science. Sometimes trusting the science. Sometimes kill the science. You know, like nerve gas science, like sarin gas science. That science, that science shouldn't even be scienced. No one should ever have even scienced that at all. Anyway. It's just suppressing that, you know, you can have that as a, as a, like a, like a baseline innate thing that, you know, and girls too, some of them. You don't need to explain it. They just, you know. They, like, Darth Vader, you know. The dark clothes, the the, the, the ominous tones, and the, you know, the whole thing. It's designed to make him feel like a bad guy. To make you feel a certain way about him. Like, oh, he's, you know. And that's all you need to do for kids. Like, kids get, like, oh, that's the the enemy. He's the bad, the awful people, you know. Instinctively, even children have have that. They know that you know. But then, when you get older, everything everything becomes uh, well subjective. <laughs> well, it's only bad from your point of view, and then everything gets muddled and, and, and fucked up. Sir uh, Toast says, "I spent the last twenty minutes mulling over the whole rules of war stuff. Doesn't make sense to me. I understand why they were created, but in every conflict, these crimes happen, no matter what." All uh, right, enough mulling about Sergeant Bear has, sh- has shamed me enough. <laughs> Back to the workout. Get strong, big, bigots, Sergeant Bear. Um, so the rules is is because of, of what I mentioned earlier. They don't, like, like, we have to accept, like, there's going to be wars. Like, that's just, it happens. And after other, you know, certain things would happen uh, that, uh, you know, all parties involved may be like, this is, this is for sure something we condemn. This should not be allowed. Um, because I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want that. Like, just out of the human decency is is really why. It's like just to being a just out of like, again, probably old school European, you know, Christian principles of like, just because we're at war doesn't mean our soldiers should be raping and killing children. You know, you know, you understand? Like the full on barbarian genocidal horde approach is not our thing. Like we're not animals. We're not fucking. Like we're better than that. We have a we have a fucking moral standard and things we're not gonna do. And melting people, like there's just certain things that we're like, you know, trying to keep this gentleman. That's like the old the old school way. Like and it's worse than it used to be. That's why they used to wear the bread right uniforms. You know the British uh, red coats and everybody would line up in a field and just shoot each other like politely. You know. <laughs> It's very like it's very gentlemanly, and they would do it far away from the cities. It was like we will come out here and we'll fight here, and 
settle this now. It's like a duel, you know? And then it just it just gets um, more and more desperate, and people don't like to lose. And the, the weapons and things we have access to now are, are crazy. So we have the most deadly weapons ever. Humans have never been more deadly and capable of killing each other than any time in history. And we're the most spiritually bankrupt and, and shitty than, than, I mean, at least since the fall of the previous t what, Greek, Roman Empire, whatever. So this is an excellent cocktail. I feel good about it. I don't see why this... Uh, uh, couldn't get worse, and, and there, you're going to see why in a minute here. I've been talking with this for a couple hours now, but I've just been putting it off because I don't want to get into it because it's awful. But you'll see what happens when you when you when you combine soulless, um, you know, monsters with no moral integrity or standards, and the ability to uh, cause serious harm. It's it's a it's a terrible a terrible uh, concoction, and I like the. Uh, how does this go? It's not even it's not even strong men that you sh you shouldn't be afraid of because those are you know the kinds of men that have suffered and have toiled and understand what things mean and what they cost and, and how the world really works and there there's you know serious people. It's hard to explain what I mean. I say that people aren't they're not serious people. They're not a someone that that you know compare someone like you know the Russian president to you know the Prime Minister of Canada. Which one do you suppose is probably a much more hardened, you know, smarter, better instincts, willing to go further, tougher, wiser? Yeah, I, it's not a, it's not an easy, it's not a tough call. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I ended up, it was all rambling over the, the rules of war and stuff, but yeah, you're supposed to. We used to have standards, you know, and they're, maybe they're just slowly going away. And now we have people committing just insane, horrible crimes. And uh, we're paying for it. We're supporting it, and we're going to pretend it's not happening. Uh, Jen Stein says, I wake up every day wondering if my vaxxed wife, most importantly mother of my two kids, survive the night and freak out when I hear a loud bang during the day. It's horrific. Oh, my God. I can't imagine, dude. I That is horrible. You know? And they want to sit around and play politics. And the cost of milk. It's primary. Healthcare dollar. Uh, well, it's nice you're talking about healthcare. We've got people walking around wondering if their if their loved ones are going to survive the night because of the giant fucking experiment you put everybody through over the last two years. Got rich on, and now are pretending like it didn't happen. But you, no, 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 no. Get the libs out. That's our problem. The problem is get the libs out. And you know what? These people, I like. I understand they're not all. They're not all retarded and idiots, but they don't understand what the problem is. They think they really do believe the problem is get rid of sock man and everything will be better. They have absolutely no appreciate. They have no no picture of the true situation. I'm just going to keep doing this all night, probably. They're, they're Herman Goering in 1940. Oh, it's going great. So how is uh, Battle of Britain progressing, Herman? Oh, it's going great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Oh, totally kicking ass over there. Yeah. Like killing them like 10 one dropping like flies. It'll be over in a week. No problem. No big deal. Easy. Losers. Total losers. The German intelligence guys were lying to him and just being like, oh, yeah, it was not going good. It, they were not doing great, kid. But he thought they were because they were all telling him that. So he's like, yeah, everything's good to go. Going as planned. They're getting fucking pumped. <laughs>
Oh, no. Oh. And I can't imagine having to live with something like this. And it's the giant elephant in the room. We're just going to ignore it. We're going to ignore that this is a thing and, and pretend like... This is, this is only going to get worse. They can hide. They can, they can run. And you can hide for a little while. But there's nowhere to go. Where, who are you running from? We're all going to the same place. <laughs> you, can't, you literally can't run from what you've done. It's, you can't. Uh, Littlefoot says, I identified as a dinosaur on my census. Does that mean I have ancestral lights, rights to lands now? Well, some of the lands are now underwater. Some used to be underwater are now land. You know, that's there's a lot of debate over who Saskatchewan belongs to, the Tyrannosauruses or the Pterodactyls, because anyway, it's a long story. <laughs> Billy Bob says little boys aren't into government, but the government is definitely into little boys. Yeah, I've they are strangely into weird stuff like, you know, I that is that is odd. So they're ignoring these massive stories that uh, should be world shattering and it's we're on we're really just on a knife's edge right now, and most of them are are completely asleep as to what we're we're we have a perfect storm of problems that it it is it mirrors the 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 funneling into World War II as close as any time in history. There is so much happening in a bad way and so many things poised to go wildly wrong at this at the slightest jostle it's i mean it's not a question of when it's a question of if i mean it's not a if it's back it's the opposite of what i just <laughs> it's not if it's when this is going to happen um, you know, Elon ab agrees. He says most are oblivious to the danger of the Third World War, sleepwalking into a catastrophe, as they did the last two times in World War One. No one believed anything would happen. They were watching the World Cup, blah, 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 and it happened in World War Two. Oh, there, nobody's gonna actually find him. Caught up. Oh, looks, looks. I guess it's happening. It's happening again. The the Russians are already fighting the war. We're over here like, oh, that's not even going to happen. The people we're fighting, we're in denial that we're even fighting them. They are already burying people, burying soldiers and, you know, fam grieving family members, and, and they've transitioned to a war economy. Their civilian factories and companies are now, they've, they've switched from producing civilian goods and luxuries to weapons and trucks and airplanes and so on. That's happened in, in Russia. They've already mobilized and conscripted hundreds of thousands of young men, trained them for months, and are poised to do so again, a second wave of conscriptions. Uh, they now have more men in the field north of a city in Ukraine, in Bakhmut. 60,000 troops the Russians have there is more than the entire German army just in that one location. And we're like, ah, it'll never happen. Bro, it's already happening, and they left the, the starting line a year ago? You're in denial. They're in complete denial about what the, the gravity of what's happening. Russia is fighting all Western equipment. It's blowing up, you know, it's going to be destroying uh, Abrams tanks soon and Leopard tanks and all these tanks. It doesn't matter what tanks they have. If the crew sucks, the tank sucks. 
The tank is only as good as a machine, a weapon, anything is only as good as the as the as the operator, as the user. Bunch of guys that we conscripted at gunpoint from Ukraine don't speak English, don't understand how any of this works. We're gonna throw them in, we're gonna train them up for a week or two, show them the basics, and then throw them in against a professional military that's been uh, training and fighting for and it's just gonna get Why? And the Russians see this. Oh, look, Germany sent tanks against us. And, oh, in France and, and England and Canada and America. And they're sending uh, artillery and bombs and guns and food and money and jets. And, and now they're talking about, do we need nuclear weapons? And should we put our own soldiers in there? <clears throat> and, and the Russians are taking this very seriously and conscripting and mobilizing their population in, in anticipation of having to fight the entire planet. Uh, and, and, and we're like, ah! Have you seen Madonna's face? Oh my god! Musk's comments were in response to a speech by UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres to the General Assembly on Monday during which he expressed his fear that humanity was marching towards a wider war with his eyes wide open. Could we please not do World War Three? asks Luke Rudowski. Most are oblivious to the danger, said Elon Musk. Last week, Mikhail... Podolik, an aide to Ukrainian president, Ukrainian president Sigurd Man, even claimed without evidence that Musk was restricting the reach of pro-Ukraine Twitter accounts in order to spread Russian propaganda. Oh my lord! Twitter has already been used as propaganda very extensively against the people of the world, most primarily the American people, and is responsible for meddling in the democratic process, elections, uh, having free and fair access to communications, information, to doctors, uh, you know, urgings and, and, and expert advice and so on. Twitter is a criminal company, and those, those people should be in prison forever for the rest of their lives. Um, and now you're like, oh, they need to stop Russian disinformation. Oh, you mean they need to do go back to doing more propaganda? That was that got us here in the first place into the into onto the doorsteps of of war with a nuclear armed power, a nation of 145 million people, um, and you know, ferociously, you know, patriotic, and compared to here, uh, as unified as a brick wall. Already in a war economy, already transitioned its exports and its import. They've already, everything they've needed from you. Oh, we put sanctions on them. They're already getting everything they need from China and India. They don't need us at all, at all. They're making more money. They're richer than ever. The sanctions actually made us poorer. They've already they've already set this up for years. They're stockpiling gold. They're making all these little moves to insulate and protect themselves for you know the eventual confrontation with the West that they knew was coming because we were run and governed by idiots that won't listen to reason. And they accurately assessed the situation and acted accordingly. Our side is running around uh, angrily arresting 16-year-olds because they won't let a man dressed as a woman uh, you know, play with his dick in a girl's washroom. So you know, these are the two opposing factions. Which one do you put your money on? I know I'm. I know who I'm. I, who I'm taking. Twitter CEO previously warned that the re relentless escalation of the conflict in Ukraine was placing the security of the world in jeopardy. Sure is. As highlighted last month, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church cautioned that any attempt to destroy Russia by madmen trying to oppose their values will lead to the end of the world. Like the Russians under believe themselves to be the last bastion of you know sanity and morality in the world. They, they, uh, you know, and you can see it in the videos, the soldiers, a lot that they're wearing, like, you know, 
Christian regalia and so on, Orthodox church crosses and stuff. They believe they're fighting like the the last war of the world. Like if we if we lose, the whole world's just going to be global homo nonsense and forever. Like it's over. There's no point. Like you don't even want to live in that world anyway. So they're this is they're going for it. This is it. Oh well. Slava Ukraine, you have no appreciation of the stakes to, to what you've done. Oh, and we don't have any weapons, you know. Um, they, we've already given them all away, and they've already all been destroyed. Um, uh, the church, uh, Russian church guy says, we pray to the Lord that he enlightens those madmen and helps them understand that any desire to destroy Russia will mean the end of the world, said Patriarch Kirill. Uh, Trump recently warned, we're on, we're on the brink of World War III. And in a campaign video last week, uh, asserted, if I were president, the Russian-Ukraine war would never have happened. Never, never in a million years. But even now, if I were president, I'd be able to negotiate an end to this horribly, horrible and rapidly escalating war within 24 hours. I believe him. He, of course, certainly could. Russia now warning uh, consequences for the entire world if the United Kingdom sends jets to Ukraine, because that's eventually... There's there's going to be things they're not going to tolerate. How how far do you want to push? The, do you think they're do you think they're a joke? They already incorrectly surmise that Western military forces backing up the Ukrainian you know uh, coup regime that they installed. There was a coup in 2014, the Maidan Revolution, which was backed by Western powers, overthrew the democratically elected government in Kiev, which ensued a civil war, which was, uh, you know, this, pic- well, I actually changed the picture. The thumbnail I had for the, the, uh, the, where is it? it's probably on my desktop. Just put it on the screen, idiot. Yeah, you idiot. This whole thing happened. Hey, remember Slava Ukraine people on Twitter? Remember this? No, you don't, because you weren't paying any fucking attention to this in 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, or 19, or 20. Were you? So a, a civil war essentially happened, and the sitting Kiev regime dispatched, uh, well, I, I, I'd call them death squads. So death squads, which became the Azov Battalion, the Hurricane Tornado Battalions, um, they were basically a bunch of thugs that were given guns by the government to go around and just destroy political distance protesters. They mass murdered all kinds of people, beat them in, beat them to death with baseball bats, shot people trying to flee buildings, you know, ma- machine guns, you know, raped people, all, every, every, all the worst shit you can imagine. All these neo-Nazi guys you see, like that's uh, that's them. They're they're really uh, really special lads, and uh, we were over there training them. This is on one of my substacks. This is the fastest way to find the picture. So there's a NATO flag. There's the Azov Battalion flag there in the middle, and then you've got a, a swastika flag over here on the right. And there they are, happily, you know, being being Russians, and they're doing or Ukrainian uh, anyway, and they're doing stuff like this in the war. This is a um, this is a Ukrainian soldier pretending to sprinkle pixie dust on a man's head. He's boiling in a pot. Um, that's, there's a nice skull in there. So that's, that's been going on. This is the kind of people we're helping. Morally upright. Obviously. And they're putting up with a lot of shit. I don't know how much more, how far you want to push them. Like they've already, they're already ready to go. They're on a fucking war economy. That's not something you just do. 
Imagine the prime minister tomorrow, like, okay, uh, hey, everybody, uh, sorry, so quick, quickly, just a second, uh, <laughs> we're going to need everybody to stop what you're doing and start making guns and bombs and tanks and missiles and ammunition and all that stuff. Everybody, pretty much everybody. And, uh, oh, we're going to need uh, about 100,000 men to sign up immediately for the army. Uh, that's, do you imagine Canada doing that? What that would, that Russians already did that. They're already months and months and months, a year ago. They're getting stronger every day and they're getting combat experience and they're learning the, the NATO tactics and weapons away. By the time we wake up to this fight, it's, it, we already lost dude. And look at the people running this country. Look at the state of the freaking military, man. We better have tampons in the men's washrooms. I saw a guy's uh, uh, on my Facebook page, one of, one of my uh, buddies who's still in there. I think he's a sergeant major now. And he's uh, out with his company doing company winter warfare training. And there's like pff, 26 guys. Companies should be like 150, but that's all we have. That's all we have. So we're at like a third the strength where we should be. And we have no weapons and we have no money. And we've got, you know, general drag queen story time running the place. And you want to go up against these people who have been fighting a vicious war this whole time. So we backed these, these psychos up, went around killing everybody. And then the Russians started backing up the people that were resisting in this. Oh, ethnic cleansing is what it was that we were funding and supporting directly on the ground training. Our troops were there training these people. I've, I had pictures of them. I know guys that were there like, bro, you should see what these fucking going on over here. These guys are Nazis. What? Yeah, that's how I first heard about it. Other men I knew from Petawawa telling me, hey, I'm training neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Isn't that wild? I said, excuse me? And I saw pictures that they showed me. And they're straight up, there they go. Heil Hitler and everything. Look at this guy. He's got a swastika tattoo right in a big one on his chest. This is their barracks. Look at the flag. Holy moly, look at that. Not allowed to tell anybody, though. Don't say anything about this. Oh, okay, shh. Big army secret. Okie dokie cool cool stuff so the russians are then funding uh the resistance obviously and then the western military it's not going as quickly as they'd like they'd like to st start installing weapon systems and stuff right on the border of, of, of russia we want ukraine to be in nato so we can put tanks and weapons and missiles and everything literally minutes away from russian cities so that we can just you know the Russians obviously are not going to tolerate this, and they say, listen, you need to stop immediately. You do anything else, we're coming in, and they, they go, thank you, Russia. You're not even going to do anything. Russia's not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything. So then they went, well, now Russia is going to do something, and they invaded. And they've taken control of those areas that were being persecuted by the regime in Kiev uh, by military force, and are now slowly inching their way across to uh what's the last one doesn't matter nobody knows where the fucking cities are i barely remember but they're they're potentially weeks away from probably cutting this cutting this i know i know we'd love to let this go on forever but it, it may end uh, in the next uh couple of months and all these weapons we're sending are going to get there in time but now they want to send jets over here to fight these people Russia's embassy to the United Kingdom quickly warned of military and political consequences for the entire European continent and the world because, you know, the homosexual coke addict who needs all your money, it's we got to blow up the world for that guy and his criminals and his murderous genocidal terrorist army that's totally 
Awesome. So we're going to train pilots and give them uh, what? What are they giving them? What are they? What are the? What's the? What are the? Uh, the British flying these days? Does it say? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But on Ten Downing Street. Uh, yes, Prime Minister Sunak announced that Britain will train more Ukrainian troops. So we're training their armies for them, equipping their armies. We're doing we're doing everything for them. We're wiping their butts, you know, feeding them, changing them, changing their diapers, giving them weapons, guns, training, uh, food, ammunition, everything, driving them to the front line and say, okay, go. But we're not fighting Russia. Remember that. We're just helping a little bit. Oh, and uh, we have private mercenary companies over there uh, fighting directly, the Russians. And there are Ukrainian units that are, you know, in all actual fact, just Western military units, you know, embedded in a Ukrainian unit, pretending that they're mentoring and training a Ukrainian unit, when really uh, it's just Americans. But we're not at war with Russia. It's not imminent. Talking of is in the sweatpants and a green sweater and <laughs> Buckingham Palace talking to them. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. Give me more guns. I need more. Oh, and by the way, uh, this is all our fault too. We we we. Uh, if that hasn't been clear, this was entirely. Uh, we pushed this. We wanted this. Russia blew up the pipeline. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory, bro. I love when people say this shit. Like, oh, I bet you think Putin's just the best, don't you? I bet. He's a hell of a lot better than the people we got. Yeah, at least he's, uh, you know, sticking by his people. And he's doing a pretty good job of it. I respect him. I respect Vladimir Putin. I'll give you that. I don't respect anybody running this country. It's because they're not serious people. They're clowns. Um, And uh, that was, you know, when that pipeline blew up. Remember that? Remember the Nord Stream pipeline? Massive disaster cutting off Europe from oil and supplies and, you know, oh, my Lord. All the pollution and the climate change, obviously, right? And I said, well, that's on this side of the Baltic Sea. I should probably just get Google Earth. <laughs> easier. I don't know why, but it feels like it, it helps to have a map to look at. Look at. Oh, Google Earth. Google Flat Earth. All right. So here, this is the Baltic Sea. Um, the Ru So we've got Russian territory here. They got a little base here. What was that? Is this Leningrad? No. Uh, what the hell is it called now? I don't care. Kaliningrad. That's it. Um, you know, the Nord Stream pipeline was was over here, going into Germany, in you know like NATO waters. You know, like this is our team. And they're like, somehow the Russians must have gone hundreds of miles deep into, you know, NATO territory and blown up this pipeline and then slinked back through our extensive defense networks and radar. And like, it's fucking really hard to sneak in. It blew it up. Or I was like, or, you know, according to this data that the, the you know, the, the detectives on 4chan dug up, there was uh, a, a, a British... I think it was British. A uh, military ship was nearby when that happened, which leads you to believe that, oh, it was probably U.S. Special Forces or United Kingdom Special Forces that blew it up to blame Russia to, to make it, uh, you know. That's a conspiracy. No, that's exactly what happened, actually. According to Pulitzer Prize winning Seymour Hersh, who for decades was a star reporter for the New York Times and New Yorker, 
published a new bombshell as his first Substack post, prompting a quick White House response after conducting his own investigation into who sabotaged the pipelines via a series of underwater blasts. Hirsch has concluded the United States blew up the Russia to Germany natural gas pipeline as part of a covert operation under the guise of the Balt Ops 22 NATO exercise. Hmm... He says the report planning was in the works all the way back to December 2021 with a special task force under, formed under the aegis of U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. The Navy proposed using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The U.S. Air Force discussed dropping bombs with delay fuses that could set it off remotely. The CIA argued that whatever was done, it would be, have to be covert. Everyone involved understood the stakes. The Biden administration was doing everything possible to avoid leaks as the planning took place in late 2021 and in the first months of 2022. So the energy crisis in Europe is was this is an act of war. You blew up. We blew up. We being not Canada, but I guess the United States. The United Kingdom definitely helped. But I mean, we're all NATO. It's all one. We're all on the same team. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's quitting NATO. I can guarantee you that. So we attacked a German natural gas pipeline which greatly deprived its citizens of the ability to heat their homes and, you know, worse. They're, they're being told they can only shower once a week, like, for hot water. There's no energy. There's no... Um, so, <laughs> so the United States bombs Germany and blames the Russians, and f it was... Oh, oh, well. We're not the good guys, dude. At all. A at all. At all. And there's people that are going to sign up for this and be like, oh, God, stop. the Russians, bro, Put his Putler, his Putler has invented, bro. Oh, yes, Putler. There's something about Putler. Speaking of Putler, they, they made, Putler made a nice, uh, interesting video. I want to just uh, swing, run by some people. You were a hero to your country, giving your best years in the army. You dreamed of defeating evil. You dreamed of doing much to make America great again. But in reality, you saw criminal others, the destruction of nations, the death of civilians, and all for the will of a bunch of families who thought they were earthly gods, deciding who would live under the robe and who would be destroyed. Yeah, that sucked. Remember, guys? Remember all the fun times we had for no reason? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? You began to realize that this is the side of evil. This is not the America. They'll tell you. Fathers dreamed of. It has become the focus of the evil that is destroying the whole world. And today, the only country fighting this evil is Russia. And they'll tell you, that's just Russian propaganda. Anything that's true is propaganda now. That's a pretty good clue. patriot of the very future great America, join the ranks of the warriors of Russia. Help defeat evil, or it will be too late for everyone. Now they're just straight up recruiting Western soldiers out of their cynicism, which they should have if they have a brain. Every, again, where is the lie? Unbelievable. And what are we doing over here? Well, the government's spent $50,000 
on xeno racism and white supremacy in a military workshop. That's one of our priorities here. Don't worry, we can totally. F- that that video is like, I mean, I wouldn't trust it. Obviously, don't. I mean, but it's like the Russian military is more willing to say things, you know, about reality and you know, concern for what kind of person you are than your own government is. But the, the tides, I mean, it's, it is not Rocky Four anymore, is it, guys? You know? Top Gun was a long time ago, wasn't it? Isn't it? Oh, boy. But, but busy at work over here and you know, the great white uh, trans spent nearly $50,000 on workshops to weed out xeno-racist and white supremacist elements from the Canadian Armed Forces. So everyone that I know in the Army is being kicked out for knowing me, probably, um, which is good because I care about those guys and I don't want them to, uh, you know, be, be used, uh, wielded as a weapon of evil and then, you know, be sacrificed on the altar of woke in a Russian firestorm in Eastern Europe for no fucking reason at all. I would really like it if that didn't happen. D&D just owed a total of $48,768 to University of Alberta researchers for two workshops exploring the topics. Xeno-racism. Yeah, well, you're going to need that because uh, most of your recruits are now coming from uh, non-citizens, uh, residents of India and Pakistan. Citizens of India and Pakistan are now going to be filling the ranks of the Canadian Armed Forces. Um, so that's probably probably going uh, to be a good thing. We can't even uh, we can't even put a brigade together. Putting five thousand men together is a fucking huge challenge for Canada. Russia can fire the 60,000 here, 100,000 there, 200,000 there, whatever you want. We're fighting. We're. Canada doesn't have enough troops to deploy without resorting to mobilization. Report warns. What have I been saying forever? They're not, they would have to conscript mass portions of the population to refill the ranks, and there's no one to conscript because everyone's sick and fat and out of shape. We cannot win. We are in no position to fight a war. Only and any any involvement in this can only end in tra- unnecessary and avoidable tragedy. You must accept the situation. Your little gambit with the Russians has lost. They won. Get the fuck out. Let them do what they're going to do and move on with your fucking lives. Try a different scam. Try a different crime. Go somewhere else. This one's not yours, but they're you know. Last NATO summit, Madrid leaders of the Western Military Alliance ordered a conversion of battle groups in Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia to full brigades with anywhere from four to 6,000 troops each, depending on the availability of equipment. Well, a lot of that got funneled into the coal burner of a uh, of coal, coal burning furnace of Ukraine, which is just eating everything up in there. Getting there is proving to be a struggle, according to two recent reports, one from the UK House of Commons, the other from a Warsaw-based international affairs think tank. The first exercise they're looking at doing is in 2024. Says Chief of Def- Chief of uh, Trans Defense, uh, General Iyer, my favorite. So they'll they'll look at practicing maybe having a brigade in a year or two. Uh, okay, probably shouldn't have gutted the military for years and years and years. A little late, a little late now. And you're you let's be honest, you're not conscripting anybody. Even if you wanted to, you got no idea to conscript. It's already over. How much army does Canada need? Well, do you want to have one? If you do, way more than you have right now. Five times the size, at least, minimum. We should have at least 120,000 soldiers in the army, minimum. 200,000 would be preferable. If you're going to be, you know, 
competing in any, you know, any level that's sustainable and it has an impact, it might actually be worth your time in a conflict of this size. Well, would, I mean, come on. The Bundeswehr, the German army, will only have one fully modernized division. They have one division ready to face off against the Russians. So 10 or 15,000 troops available by 2027. And then two more by 2031. It would only thus be able to permanently deploy one brigade in Lithuania on a rotational basis by around 2026. Oh, don't worry. We're going to make heart emojis. I'm here to talk to the troops, everybody. Let's just do this. These people want to wage war. Or think that they can. Which is, is madness. I'm going to get to these fucking horrible things they're doing here in a second. Uh, Man of the Mountains is just curious why Herman Goering sounded like Donald Trump. <laughs> I was doing more of a just a slob kind of. He was like a he was like a rich kind of like I'm into fancy things. He went around stealing all the art paintings and shit like instead of monitoring or finding out what the fuck was actually going on in the Battle of Britain and like doing his job, he was running around stealing artwork from France and like having parties and Not great management, you know? A Littlefoot says, here in Newfoundland, the big story reported in our news was some guy had really bright lights. And I quote, Neighborhoods being bullied and held hostage, boy. <laughs> that is a Newfoundland headline. Look at that, Tommy knows, boy. Look, whole neighborhoods being bullied and held hostage. Lord help us. Scarecrow says, Viva Fry and Constantin... Con Const <clears throat> Keys and Kaizen had a spirited debate on the Ukraine situation a week ago. Worth a watch, but I think Constantin is deluded about the benefits of a world of a Western-dominated world. It's not a benefit. A Western-dominated world is the one we, we have and the one we're getting more of. More global nonsense. More endless wars for profit. More pharmaceutical, uh, you know vampirism and sucking the blood out of society more bill gates get i mean oh yes clearly we've got it under control it's a terrible idea uh, man on the mountain says will this canadian military of 2031 have electric tanks that's a very good question and something else they don't like to raise what is going on with that guys i mean this war wars are uh you know they're messy they're loud and they use a lot of machinery they use a lot of machinery like, uh, you know, tanks and airplanes and submarines and battleships and rocketry and artillery. I think the Russians are firing like hundreds of shells a day or thousands of shells a day. What do you think the carbon footprint is of that exactly? Of course, we know uh, they're hypocrites and um, none of this will come to anything. That the climate emergency is a scam and it's fake and it always has been. Because if you were, were that concerned about the fake, we have to save the planet because, oh, the pollution. Well, then the, the first stop should be who is causing the most damage. That's India and China, and no one cares about what they're doing. We have, to, we, you know, we have to make you pay more taxes on your farming combines and your pickup trucks and bankrupt your families and so on. Um, because we need to send leopard tanks to Europe to wage war against an international superpower. And, you know, the Chinese and the Indian, no, we're just going to ignore all that. Your, your microscopic not even registers on the radar of global pollution. We need to bankrupt your life for that. Um, so, you know, Gates can, can fly around on his, on his jet 
It's okay for him, though. He says it's okay for him because he's the solution. He's the hero. Is there a... Is, please tell me there's a video. There is. It's gotta be. Yeah. What do you say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world on a private jet, you're a hypocrite? Well, I... I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on, on climate innovation. So, you know, should I stay at home and not come to Kenya and learn about farming <laughs> and malaria? Yeah, yeah, Kenya... Kenya is a huge global polluter. The industrialized super nation of... Everybody knows about the industrial might of the Kenyans. Kenya! When you think of a global warming, super polluting country, you've got China, you've got India, the United States, obviously. You've got Russia. Germany is a very highly industrialized country. France, you know, to a degree as well. You know, Italy's got some, some industry, you know, great... You know. And then there's Kenya. Kenya's always right up there, you know... Anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem by paying for the offsets, but I also... You are the entire problem. So through the billions that my Breakthrough Energy Group is spending, that I'm part of the solution. What do you Part of the solution to, you know, people on Earth, which you seem to be hellbent on, uh, on destroying. That's what it looks like to me. Which is why, you know... <sighs> you need... Listen! It's your fault, Canada! You know why we go to the doctors? Because it's not enough! Look at this guy! Look at these people! And you see any of them eat McDonald's? No! You know we're never going to see them? In my fucking hospital! A war canoe, that guy's got. He's even got aggressive canoeing names. Golf, when golf is considered an extreme activity now. That's where we're at. Look at these people. Look at this guy. They've even got helmets on, so they're not going to have brain injuries. All of these people are doing their best to stay out of hospitals. They're doing everything they can. Look at them. Look at these old people walking. That guy, that woman was in a wheelchair playing tennis. Yeah, shame on you. Dancing, look, choreographed dancing. Everybody, everybody everywhere is doing something. And none of them, none of them look like the, uh, the RCP commissioner. have fun this summer. And at the same time, you can keep fit participating in all sorts of activities. Well, this guy, look, or just climb together, Kilimanjaro. You two can keep fit and have fun. You pieces of shit. Look what, look what you used to be. Look on the past and shame. Look what your parents were capable of doing. And look at you. What even are you now? My God, that dog is getting more fresh air. That baby. That woman's running around. Good God. Now we've got you. We used to have that. Now we have this. G disgusting. <laughs> we need $50 billion for health care. I imagine we do. I imagine we do. All of that you just saw, that doesn't even happen anymore. That's, that's just gone the way of the dinosaur. We have uh, we have smartphone break now. Child porn. Hey, honey, there's more child porn on TikTok. 
Remember, Canada, this summer you should stay indoors and stay safe and stay away from your own family. You might pass on to them an imaginary death virus that is causing no excess problems whatsoever. The stats back it up and the politicians lie. Don't worry. Everything's everything's under control. Stay home, stay safe. Shut your business down. Don't do anything. Go to the liquor store. Be drunk all week. Don't just work in your sweatpants. Bill Gates. I have to fly to Kenya. Use a Zoom call, motherfucker. Look, the prime minister of this country ran ran the country through a national emergency that I caused through through martial law as when I very nearly wrestled control of this country from his, you know, timid, impotent wrists. I was so close to achieving ultimate power. You know, he he thwarted me from from behind a laptop in a cave somewhere. He didn't even have to go outside. So don't give me any of this shit about having to fly to Kenya, motherfucker. If he can run the country safely from a bomb shelter hiding from Philip, you can you can continue your global eugenics program from from Zoom or Skype or something. All right, you have Skype. Microsoft owns Skype. You've already invented and designed methods to do exactly. You're a uh, you're. A, I hate you. You suck, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is banned in Diagonal. Shoot on sight, everyone. If he enters the land, he you can shoot him down. We will send the war balloons full of bees, and they'll just clog up the engine, the, uh, the, the the engines, just like Jeffrey the bee. But I mean, that was a big engine to clog. He wasn't prepared for what he was getting into. Rest in peace. God bless. We miss you, Jeffrey. We'll we'll send thousands of Jeffreys, and they'll just go right into the engines, and we'll take him out. We'll do it. You have my permission to uh, use air assault bees on his aircraft. If it ever appears, some say the Bill Gates aircraft is actually stealth. It's cl- it's got a cloaking device. You can't even see it. It's invisible. No one's ever seen, you know, ve- people, he's very rarely seen. Has anyone ever seen him in real life? No? Didn't think so. It's because he's got a cloaking device. Uh, Zoo says, don't worry if there are electric tanks. The enemy won't even have to destroy them. They'll catch fire catastrophically all on their own. They'll just have a sudden coincidence. And it will be anyone's fault but the government's. It'll be it'll be climate change. It'll be, you know, white supremacists damage them. Jen Stein says, "Love you, Rage." Cheers. Thank you, sir. Oh my goodness. All right, I don't want to get into this, but I have to. You know, it's just it's part of what has to happen because it's it's worth talking about. And it's it's not enough to me to just. It should be enough to just tell people things, but if you don't see it, you don't really get a good appreciation for it. And there's music to this, but it, just to make it really disgusting and disturbing. And if you don't want to watch this, I, I, I wouldn't recommend that you do. They have this cute... Uh, so here you see these, these two Russian commandos uh, trying to use this uh, ditch for cover. I don't know what the context is. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's a drone footage, and it's going to drop a uh, chemical nerve agent on them, and they're going to die horribly. And then, and, uh, and that's it. Their life story ends painfully, you know, as gruesomely as, as one could. Ever. I mean, the fear, too. This is something else that, you know, soldiers will do is you try to hope that you start, like, doing this this bargaining with, you know, the other the higher dimension that apparently doesn't exist if you believe the state, you know, who lie about everything. So why wouldn't that also be a lie? 
that like if you are if I have to get you know I would rather lose my feet than my hands or my legs than my arms or, or you know wander there or I hope that this doesn't I hope I just don't want to get paralyzed and I don't want to just you know and if I'm gonna die I hope it is is fast or it's like a surprise and I don't have to live in the terror you know and these guys get um, the worst of it. Like, pretty much the worst the worst possible outcome that you could imagine. And that's because of uh, the people that we've installed, supported, funded, trained, and armed to do it. Uh, this is a war crime. This is illegal. And it's happening all over the place. It's been happening for a while. I mean, they've already, they were already war criminals. Why would they stop there? What makes you think they wouldn't use chemical weapons? What makes you think they wouldn't use nuclear weapons if they got their hands on them? There's music to this, that which is, just makes it even more insane. That's way too loud, my pad. My, my pad. I need that light. I gotta... Here we are. Which I'm gonna... So there, I'm gonna mute this, because it's just psychotic. You can see the... Uh, that's not muting. The uh, drone here drops the... See, there, there goes the little... Looks like a mortar shell of something. Splang! That lands right next to them. And then... Uh, you got one of them. One of them's wounded or, or suffering something here. The other guy's dragging him along, up the ditch. And then you see the effects. Well, he's like kicking and and thrashing around here. This guy. Um, it's really, really psychotic stuff. I don't know what it is. I'm not a chemical warfare expert. I have training in it, but I'm not like I couldn't tell you. It's some kind of nerve agent. Um, it looks like his skin could be melting. It's really hard to tell from the pictures. Uh, but he's lost control of his body, he functions, and his arms and legs are spasming. And he's, like, drowning under the water, and it, it's it's horrible to watch. So this is what we're supporting. This is what Canada's paying for. This is what we're... And he drops another one on him, just for good measure. You can see it explode here, and the gas uh, gets into the air, and that should finish him off, you know? So here he is thrashing along, you know? Skip along. Eventually, he uh, stops after uh, a, a, about a minute and a half, a couple minutes of struggling, you know, in the worst possible hell. And then he just dies. And there's nothing you can do. Like, you need an antidote immediately, and in any, many cases, there is no antidote. If that, you breathe this shit in, even a tiny bit, you're fucked. You're, it's incredibly deadly. And it's illegal for a reason. And we're just, there's the other, you know, it's pans. He killed two of them. That was the other dead guy. Oh, I, that, I mean, the it, Putin, probably, it could have been, I mean... Really? Well, then there's this. And the other thing, too, is do you think the Russian soldiers couldn't tell the difference? Like, think about how insane you sound. To, to say that Putin is staging war crime attacks on, uh, you know, just to just to trick the West for demoralization purposes. What do you think that would do to his own soldiers who could clearly tell this is us attacking ourselves? Do you think the Russians can't tell the difference, different accents and dialectics and little, you know, things that are wrong? The way that the autists over here pick apart military videos and stuff, they have those guys too. They would know very quickly. Word would spread, hey, we're gassing our own men for propaganda purposes. That's not very good for morale. It would be very, very bad. Very terrible idea to do. And, uh, you know, it'd be hard to explain videos like this that exist as well. 
So you got a disguised flag here. Over. Oh, look. I just saw one of those. I think it was the blue one. Dropped on, on these two guys. So anyway, and, you know, Ukrainian is, they speak a different language than the Russians. Like, the, So here he is displaying the arsenal of chemical weapons they've uh, assembled. Looks like they're homemade. There's a drone he's going to use to drop it on them with. So we've got the means and the way. They just openly flaunt this. We'll just upload it to the internet and be like, haha, what are you going to do about it? They do it all the time. All the fucking time. And nobody here is interested in talking about anything they're doing. Slava Ukraine, get Zelensky more guns. We need- they're fucking horrible mass murdering lunatics that have no qualms with gassing people to death, which is the reason we invaded countries was to stop this kind of shit. We killed millions of people in the pursuit, this, this noble, apparently, pursuit of ridding the world of these kinds of weapons. No one should have these, especially madmen. They shouldn't exist. And using them is a crime that justifi- justifies international armed intervention. That was the precedent that we had set, and that was the one that we followed. That is the one that I fought under, and many of my friends died under. And now you want me to sit here and fucking walk Watch this happen and say nothing of it or I'm some kind of Russian apologist and I work for Putin. So uh, just betray everything that I am and everything that I stand for because current thing. Well, no, uh, I won't be doing that. I will never be doing that. It gets voice. I wish that was the only video. It's not. There's another one. There's another guy who's. They just. But the boom jugga jugga! Oh, he's having fun at least. What's in the canisters, fellas? There's no question these are the Ukrainians. What's this in the fridge? Why are you keeping it cold for? Oh, cool. What you making in the bathtub? You're going to like it, are we? Why are we why are we supporting this? He wants to thank everyone involved in the project to create the People's Kamikaze drone. They're being widely used in combat missions. I think we saw some of that. Our engineers have uh, created some uh, known in their circles as, uh, as, as, as a shaman. Oh, thank you. Here's an engineer. Oh, what, what did he engineer for you? A product that they've quit. So that's something we're condoning now by silence. No, it's definitely not happening on both sides. If the Russians did anything like this, it would be all over Western media in a heart. That, that video I just showed you, if those were Ukrainian troops or, God help us, you know, Western troops or something that uh, we had captured on footage of the Russians doing and we can confirm it, prove it, there's absolutely unequivocally true. You think that wouldn't be on fucking TV everywhere? They wouldn't use that as the, the best? They want that to happen. And the reason that they're doing this, the reason they're, they're sinking to these levels of depravity 
they're um, you know, bombing civilian centers in, in Donetsk and Luhansk and so on because they consider them traitors that they've, well, they're siding with the Russians. Fuck them. So they're bombing the cities and they're you know killing people and hoping that the Russians will retaliate. And they won't. They, would le- they could level Kiev in a day. Why don't they? Because it would look awful. And what is to be gained by killing all kinds of civilians? You're going to prove the enemy. You're going to prove all the things they say about you, that you're a, a monstrous, mass-murdering, psychopath, genocidal, face pootler. You would just prove them right. They're aware of this. They're aware of the power of that propaganda message. And if they do that and they do it once, it's over. They've, they've lost it. You can't give into it, not even once. They, they can spit in your face all day, but the, fr- the the moment you hit them back, well, you've committed, now you're the one that's committing assault. It's a rigged game, and it's crooked, and the Russians know that, and they know that they have to, they, they can't. It's so, uh, uh, Blam says, the West is on the wrong side of history. God have mercy on our souls. We are right now. And uh, this is just going to escalate, I'm afraid. <laughs> what I call it, if a tree falls in Ukraine, right? If a, sh- if it's, if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, does it make a sound? If a, if a, uh, a war criminal uses chemical weapons in, a, in, in Ukraine but uh, doesn't get played on CBC, did it even happen? These people don't hear about it, so it never happened. They didn't hear about the missiles being fired into civilian centers from the Ukrainian side, Ukrainian weapons killing their own Ukrainian people just out of spite, out of trying to, out of trying to elicit a reaction from the Russians, or when the Americans uh, bombed dozens of Russian soldiers in, in, in Syria, or when they shot down Russian planes over Syria, blew up the pipeline and tried to blame it on them. They're doing every, every trick in the book they can. Because any time, if Russia does anything like that, they can rally more international support, more people are going to be more likely to be okay with sending even more weapons, more guns, more ammunition. For the Russians to do something like that is strategically retarded and makes no sense. This is a desperation move by someone who's already beaten. They have nothing to lose, so they might as well use chemical weapons just to see if they can fucking, right? That's another great point. Somebody in uh, Carly uh, Simon says has been killing their own people since 2014. How is there any left? That's a great point I was looking into today. Ukraine has about 40, what was the number? 40, on paper, 44 million people. 44 million people. They've been fighting uh, since 2014. Losses have been tremendous in the, t- you know, tens of thousands or maybe in the hundreds of thousands. Certainly since the war with Russia, it's, t- it's it- at least a quarter of a million casualties. There's been 10 million people at least estimated to have fled the country as refugees and will not be coming back. There are millions more Ukrainians, technically residents of Ukraine, but live abroad in other countries. The real number is around 20 million people that are in Ukraine. And of those 20 million people in Ukraine, how many of those are pro-Russians living in the eastern uh, portion of Ukraine? So we have a country of like, what, a few million like half the size of Canada, maybe 20 million people fighting a country of 145 million with nuclear weapons. And we're just going to round them up to the last. You've got kids over there. There's videos of 15-year-olds operating mortar teams. 
And we're okay with this. There's no one in our uh, in our system speaking up against this. No one is saying, hey, should we not be uh, speaking up against child soldiering? Isn't that something we stand against? Or, or chemical weapons? Or uh, mass rapes? and gen- Like, well, what, is, what is this? Targeting civilian population centers. Then they tried to set a nuclear power plant on fire and blame the Russians for that also. And they had to quickly rush in and capture that site and put that fire out so the fucking nuclear power plant didn't melt down. This is uh, the kind of shenanigans that's going on over there. It's crazy. And now, yeah, Texas, now they're technically Russians in the East, right? And it's already over. They've already lost. It doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter what you wish would have happened and should have. Well, I don't care how much you believe that Slava Ukraine and whatever. You've lost. It is over. The only thing that can happen now is that more people will die as a result of your, um, of your pride, of your ego. That don't need to. That's the only thing that will happen. Right? An evil man will burn his own nation to the ground to rule over the ashes. Is that what we're going to do? And we're doing it by extension here in the West. We'll bankrupt everybody. We'll gut the military. We'll send all of our tanks. Uh, apparently, the United Kingdom doesn't even have any tanks left. They're all gone. They sent them all. And the shit that we're sending them, the Americans are sending them, is all stripped of a lot of its state, like latest state-of-the-art armor and systems and all this kind of stuff. So we're getting bare-bones skeleton uh, tanks that would be up to par in 1979, 1981. They're going to last five seconds. The Russians know where they are. They're going to blow. It's a, why are we doing this? No one in charge has, they're, they're idiots. And people like that, this, oh, well, we'll be, we'll be ready to go in 2024, 2026. We'll have a brigade and we'll fucking, are you at any time going to be like, we shouldn't even be doing this at all. What the fuck are you talking about? You're the commander of the, I mean, the generals, right, of any any army anywhere. You're the commander of the armed forces. You're you're at, at, a, at a position where you're one of the decision makers uh, in, in which way to wield this, this organization and this weapon and what it's going to be used for. You're responsible for that. You're responsible for the welfare and the well-being of everyone serving underneath you, which is almost everyone. You're supposed to be looking out for them and their best interests, what's good for the country, what's good for the nation. These are all things that should, should be considered as part of your job as a general. You don't get to just be, just following orders, I'm a soldier, I'm doing my job. Blah, blah, blah. That's for colonels and captains and fucking, you know, that's that's down there. When you're a general, when you're when you're at that level, you're supposed to be able to look the, the, you know, the political leaders in the eye and go, this is not something we're going to do. That's not happening. Find another, fire me then fire me and replace me, which it seems they may have done anyway. How many chief defense did we go through in the last fucking five years, guys? How many senior officers were, you know, ejected from their positions for, oh, allegations of sexual harassment, which, you know, the first one has come in, didn't even happen. Did he get his job back? No, he didn't. General Fortan did not get his job back. So they're presiding over this. And no one is going to take responsibility for what, I mean, you're just going to, you're just going to sit there and whatever happens. Well, what if they tell you to invade Ukraine? <laughs> Got to do it. Just fall or everyone's going to die. You're going to lose all your men. They're all going to die for nothing. You can't win. 
And it's for a country that here nobody even gives a shit about. They don't even give a shit about our own country. They give more of a shit about Ukraine than they do here. And you want to throw your lives away for this? For a place that people can't even find on a map? For purposes that you can't explain because you don't understand them and you don't care to understand them? You're just doing your job because you're morally and spiritually beholden to your fucking career and to your political leaders, and apparently no second thought has been given to the people under your command and the legacy and the future that you're going to have going forward. Apparently that takes a back seat to doing majarb. I am so sick of tired of these weak, pathetic, impotent fools that can't speak up and can't say anything. Oh, it'll be a lot of trouble. Holy shit, is there no man left in this place? Is there no one anywhere that will stand up and say, I'm not, like, where? There's no generals in the army. There's no senior staff in the RCMP. There's nobody in the political establishment. There's nobody anywhere with that's carrying a big enough stick that has the guts or the balls to say, all right, I'm just, somebody's got to say it. And no, no one, no one will. We'll all just keep looking at our feet and just, you know, follow the leader, which is no one. We'll just right off a cliff, guys. We'll just go right off a cliff. What could happen? What's the worst that could go wrong? Let's let's send everybody. Man on the mountain says, I'm not sure if you've seen the video or not, but we all really need all we really need is a battalion of snow camels. I didn't know we had things like this. I would love to hear about it. Uh, Jen Stein says, we are going to burn it all down to build back better. I'm looking into organ farm. I know you're into creepy stuff. The blood farm alone was an alarming revelation. <laughs> like, they, they'll, they'll, see, here's my problem. They'll sell you this story. These people, the, these these people that sit in high places with their positions of power, and, and, and they're perfectly content to let you believe and understand that uh, we're we're some kind of we're we're the morally you know upright. We're the we're the West. We're the good guys, and these people over there, they're backward psychos and you know, communist murderers and, and all of this kind of stuff. But in reality, the facts don't uh, speak to that, do they? Who's been doing all the invasions and you know uh, killings and? <laughs> bombardments and no fly zones and sanctions and you know who that was that was us that did all of that stuff there's nobody making any kind of uh moral arguments against anything anymore they don't have any (laughs) even shit like this here's the here's the people in charge again here's your top cop and your my God, he they just, he just looks like a weasel. I mean, used car salesman. I'm, oh. And, you know, high school principal radical feminist who cheats on her husband in a secret, you know, lesbian affair. <laughs> this is who's in charge? And what are they up to now? Not arresting Chinese spies op- openly operating in the country, conducting clandestine arrests and deportations and, you know, an extension arm of the of the state of China, which apparently uh, calls the shots here in our country. They run secret police stations in our country um, to, to track down Chinese political dissidents, people that are, you know, enemies of the state of the uh, of Beijing. And it deals with them in our country, in our territory. And our authorities are aware of this. And they've, as of yet, done absolutely nothing about that. Well, why would they? 
They haven't charged anyone in its ongoing investigation into four alleged Chinese-led police stations operating in Vancouver and the greater Toronto area. Oh, the ones you found. Testified on Monday alongside the public safety minister that neither criminal nor diplomatic penalties have been levied as a result of the RCMP's months-long investigation. Oh, they're quick to get things done, aren't they? When they want to. You know? There were lives at stake, he says. Ottawa didn't tell anybody about the spy balloon floating over the country because the lives were at stake. He's in a James Bond movie now. You don't, under- you don't even understand, bro, what he does. You just don't even see. He's one of these people. Bro, the thing- if you had any idea, bro, the things that I do, you don't even see it. But, bro, it's so, dude, you don't understand. I don't think you do anything. I think you're a puppet. Literally, I think someone else's arm is up your ass if that speaks for you. And I think you're happy to be a bureaucrat yes man. You're a bureaucratic yes man that does whatever he's told. And uh, you're incredibly corrupt. And you'll lie about anything. You lied about, you've already lied about so much. There's no reason to believe this. This makes absolutely no sense. You've got a national security threat. And a foreign, uh, arguably enemy country's... Um, are floating devices through our airspace, which, uh, as it turns out, are capable of being outfitted with hypersonic missiles. In 2018, the Chinese were testing uh, balloons armed with hypersonic missiles. So your plan was to just hide under some coats, not tell anyone, and hope the balloon went away and someone else would deal with it? Is that what you were doing? It's complex stuff, he says. There's lives at stake and techniques at stake. Conservative public safety critic uh, questioned on why the Canadian public didn't learn about the balloon from the federal government, raising concerns about transparency. They actually found out from the American uh, American media, is how we found out. They didn't know either, because we didn't tell them for some reason. During the committee hearing, all mental Marco was asked for confirmation as to whether the balloon had traveled in Canadian airspace. What I would say is that we're always vigilant around potential threats to our airspace. So, no. (laughs) Just don't answer. Non-answers, no questions, you know. just, Just don't answer it. Why would they? Simon, or Simone, uh, that's probably it. Simone de Bigot says, love you from two unvaxxed bigots. Any pro-Canadian Putin-loving patriots? I'm in Kelowna, B.C. I wouldn't say I love them, but I mean, he's I'm not Russian. He's not my guy. He's theirs, and I'm, you know, happy for them. They're doing a lot better with him than, than we are with ours. <laughs> it's going to get worse. These are the people that, these are the people we want to, uh, we want to go after, apparently. And feeding into this just makes it worse. It's like a um, every other war that uh, it's this. They always start small, and there's this delusion that they can fight this some kind of small contained conflict and resolve it with only a minimum necessary, you know, 
amount of, uh, like the thing here says, we do this not because it's easy. We do it because our, uh, we thought it would be easy. Vietnam comes to mind. You know how Vietnam started? Exactly the way Ukraine started. It started with uh, government assistance, uh, money, advice, mentorship. And then, you know, well, maybe some, some weapons could help. And, and then maybe some trainers, you know, like special forces guys, just a couple, just to help, you know, here and there and more and more. And the more and the deeper and deeper and deeper you get dragged into these waters, the next thing you know, you're fighting a major war. Now we started, you know, oh, we'll just install a puppet government in Ukraine. Now we're on the doorstep of war with a major uh, nuclear power who, um, at the at least right now, uh, we can't beat. And I, I don't think you know, we should even try. It shouldn't even be considered. What is the why? This is a very simple logic problem. Would you rather destroy the fucking world or let Moscow have 20% of Ukraine. You know, again, other side of the world, not our problem, totally different people, totally... The history of Ukraine is completely fucking crazy. The map of that place has been redrawn a hundred times already. It's, you know, not even really a country. It's built... It's it's like an orphan stepchild that keeps getting traded around a different place, you know... Was it Lenin or Stalin? One of them was like literally drunk and was like, fine, you can just have, just like signed off a huge piece of it to somebody else for like 80 years. Like, yeah, you can just have this. I think it was a, was it Crimea? Something like that. And people over here act like it's, oh, we have this daddy talk Crimea. You don't care. You're, you're absorbing the emotional uh, triggering given to you by the media, pretending, you know, you got to be really upset about this. This is really important. And you just lap it up like the good slave that you are. Turn around and carry it out into the world and then feed more energy into this runaway war machine. Bang those drums, everybody. Just bang them. What could go wrong? Don't think. Just do. And they have to censor the media to achieve what they want because they've lost they've lost control and there's here's great evidence of that if you can believe this if you can believe it and i want to see them i want to see the hand i don't know why i'm not seeing them i know you guys listen i know you're because you don't have any fucking lives where's your vaccine emojis guys where's your selfies of your booster shots you need more are you up to date Remember the conspiracy theory that they were going to force a vaccine and then there would be two and then three and then five and then unlimited shots. And that was all just that's exactly what happened. And you were going to be shoved out of your jobs, your businesses. There's going to be a, a passport ID identification recognition system put in place to segregate society. That'll never happen. bro. That'll never happen. That's exactly what happened. Now we're in a situation where experts are concerned. That regardless if it's their fifth or first or fifth vaccine. So now we're talking about five vaccines in a serious manner, and not as a joke, not as a comic exaggeration of how ridiculous... No, no, you could be on five or six by now in the past six months. They're concerned because the uptake has plunged in Canada. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder what happened. Check the calendar, the Toronto Star says. Has it been more than six months since you've gotten a shot? 
experts are concerned with how many people have had any vaccines, regardless if it's their first or fifth in the past six months. Those who are further than six months from their last vaccine, are you listening, Rachel? They've got a higher chance of a breakthrough infection, and the viral load will also be higher, explained Don Bowdish, professor at McMaster University and a Canada Research Chair in Aging and Immunity. I see. About immunity. (laughs) Unfortunately, she says, the messaging that was so ubiquitous early in the vaccine campaign was that a vaccine would be two doses. And the truth is, we know from decades of vaccinology that two doses is rarely sufficient to give long-lasting what we call immune memory. Really? Long-lasting responses? That's not, nope, that's not correct. They're just changing the uh, scientific standards in real time. Natural immunity is far, far, far superior to artificial one, lasts much longer, is much more robust. That is the truth. Now, these in the past, you know, like polio. Why don't I need a new polio shot every six months? It's, that's weird. Or then there's yellow fever. And then there's all those, the, the hepatitis. That's not really how it works because the, 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 the trade-off being those are serious problems if you get that. If you get polio, it's not good. If you get hepatitis, you get yellow fever, you, get, you're gonna, you might die. You know, you don't really want to risk that. You could, but it's, it's a dice roll. Or you could take this needle with uh, very low amounts of side effects, very thoroughly tested, rigorous standards, and uh, in all likelihood, you won't even know you're sick. If it even happens to you, you'll be fine. But, and we've traded that off with, you need these products from these pharmaceutical giants that sponsor everything from apparently our high school to the Super Bowl to the Grammys, and you need to get their products every six months or you'll die. So I only have one question. Super science uh, doctor people. I, I just have, yeah, you, you need to get it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, or what? What will happen if I don't? Let's say, God forbid... I get infected with COVID. What is the prognosis? What is what is the overwhelmingly accepted likelihood of events that are about to transpire? Doctor people, uh, am I going to look like the Russian guy in the nerve gas video, tweaking out half underwater, life flashing before my eyes in extreme blinding pain as my brain is melted from inside my head, all of my nerve endings in my entire body are fucking on fire, I want to rip my own skin off, but I can't move my arms or legs, and I just have to lay in this agony, suffocating in my own blood for minutes at a time. Is that going to happen? Or is that just something we pay for and support in Ukraine because we're the good guys and we're such upstanding, awesome people? What is going to happen? Because it says here... In, according to your own stats and numbers and so on, that um, there is an e- extreme likelihood that uh, n- I will basically have the flu for a day and then be fine. So, so it's not dangerous. It's not a concern then. Because if it's essentially as potentially damaging as the flu, which, again, has mysteriously disappeared in 2020 and 2021, just dropped right off. And uh, didn't come back again until this uh, just uh, mid twenty twenty two there, twenty twenty two the flu decided to come back, and it seems to be reaching new new heights. Interestingly, I wonder if people are sicker than they used to be. I wonder what happened in this this black hole area. Regardless, 
So you're telling me, according to your own data, that it's roughly on the same level of risk as the common cold or flu. See, I don't get vaccines for those either. Uh, sometimes I get the common cold or flu. I spend a day in bed um, just kind of uh, watching, you know, World War II documentaries and finding ways to pass the time, texting my friends on the phone, being like, hey, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, I'm just going to jujitsu. And I'm like, oh, you're gay. And then I ha 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 and roll over. I, that's what you do with your day. Uh, don't really see a need. Or you could go and get a experimental medical uh, procedure that alters your genetic uh, makeup and gives you a permanent uh, condition where your body produces mRNA spike proteins forever and ever, and we have absolutely no idea what that's going to do to you long-term, short-term, medium-term. There's no safety data. There's no trial data. And you're, and there's unlimited liability, um, or no liability, rather. So you can't sue. You, you waive all rights to any side of Nothing like that, it, you know. So I, I just, I, I don't feel like that's a good trade for me personally. And seeing as how that is generally the case for the vast, overwhelming 90% plus of the population, I don't see any reason why 90% plus of the population should be any different either. So why are you so obsessed with pushing this uh, idea? First of all, uh, as, a, as a father, uh, but also as a, as a leader, I'm extremely worried. Uh, You're neither of those things. About what uh, Canadian kids are facing. Right what? It paused. Probably better that I don't hear the rest of it. Probably we got to vaccinate the kids because they're all in danger. Be afraid. Get more vaccines so I make more money. They're losing the media war. If if we if they were winning, everyone would have done what they were told, but they didn't. Why? How has word gotten out? Well, things like Pfizer, you know, the, the Project Veritas and the, and the things that people have done, all the relentless work and the, you know, basically pavement pounding that the grinders and people out there are doing to, to raise awareness and spread information despite the censorship and the bannings and the threats and the targetings and the firings and so on. It's fucking war. It's an information war and people are sacrificing their own lives, their comfort, their standard of living. They've lost their jobs. They've moved into trailers. They used to have homeowners. I know people living in a bus in the woods all because it's like, this is what we got to do. I am not compromising. I'm not going to sit here and stand by and watch these fucking murderers and psychos do what they're doing and leave this world a worse place for my children because I'm a coward. I refuse to be that. I will not leave that. You could leave this world tomorrow. You're going to wait. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll fight back later. I, I'm busy right now. You, you may not have a later. So they're losing this information war. And uh, now they're, they've... <laughs> After spending $139 million on ad campaigns, $139 million for something that nobody wants and less than 20% of the, the country is now complying with. Less than 20% has the uh, up-to-date vaccinations, which was, I think, at least four now or five because you need to get one every six months and you need at least two or three or is it 30 or is it 1,000? I don't know. It changes. The science has changed. $139 million in ad campaigns, and they still can't get it done. So now what do they want to do? They want to censor the internet and shut everybody up. Majority of the funding was for traditional advertising like television and radio, while the remaining 47% went to digital media. Funding was distributed via one private sector supplier. Of course it was. Selected by Ottawa, known in documents as the Agency of Record. Hmm. 
During the fiscal year, a total of $62 million was spent uh, for CV19-related media placement through the Agency of Record. Make up 51% of total blah, 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 blah. Public Health Agency of Canada was the number one federal institution when it came to reporting advertising expenditures. $61 million there. And again, you could be like this one. The, the Alberta doctor, the top doctor, uh, and just get, you know, resign and just get a different job, a higher paying job in a different province. Just move over there. It's a revolving door. The Pfizer guy wasn't lying, and that is that situation isn't unique to Pfizer. That is the situation that we now find ourselves in. We live in a world of a revolving door of corruption where anybody that wants to play ball will gets to play ball. Are you corrupt? Come on in. You want to get on this money train? Fine. You, you, come on in. CRJ, when does Anti get her boost? I don't know when she's getting her. I don't know why Uncle Harvey is really disappointed you're not getting your boost. I want to see you boosted. I want to see you healthy and strong. I want to see those legs boosted. You know? <laughs> Don't know. Don't know where the don't know where the selfies and stuff are. Don't know where it went, guys. And why aren't they desperately urging people to get boosted? And why aren't you desperately urging people to sever ties with their families and friends and so on for not getting boosted? And on and on and on. What changed? You were wrong. You were always wrong. You were always fucking wrong. And you're always going to be wrong because you obey and listen to a world, an empire of lies. Everything that comes down the pipe is incorrect. It's meant to deceive. It's meant to confuse. The CIA, in fact was famously quoted as saying once upon a time that our job will be complete when everything that everyone believes in this country is a lie. Full and total manipulation of all information. Complete power. Total control. The entire population at your will. Is, is that... Is that Freedom is that uh, the way we were meant to live? That's certainly not the way these governments were set up and intended to function. And that they are functioning this way now. The system's working exactly as it's supposed to. For them, not you. And to compliment it, to go along, to get along, you get rewarded. You get invited to things like the Young Global Leaders Program. Maybe you get to go to Davos or Bilderberg or whoever. If you show, if you demonstrate a willingness to play ball, and you know, you're, they'll let you in, and you can make all kinds of money. They'll make sure you get elected and promoted. They'll give you the best campaigners, and they'll file. They'll get all kinds of money in and lobbyists, and we'll make sure you get elected. And you can. What do you want to be president? You want? What do you want? How corrupt are you? How much? What? What can I use you for? You know, was that scene in uh, the Departed with Jack Nicholson? He sees uh, Matt Damon's character come in, the young kid. What can I use you for? Oh, you're usable, so I'm going to use you. And they're okay with it. All across the board, this is happening. They're just going to ignore it. It's 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 it's, com it's complete madness. It's not even like a small minor issues anymore. A little bit here, a little bit there. Like, oh, it was 9/11. It was 10 years ago. It's it's widespread out of control corruption and there's no reason to think it's going to end anytime soon and there's no it can't end it's a runaway machine it can't be stopped it has to crash and burn and blow up on its own it can't be fixed you can't fix it from the inside you can't just get the libs out and and, and change it dude you can't you, you can't the problem is everything it is it's rotten it's corrupt it's like finding termites inside the walls of your house it's over Too many of us stood by and did nothing 
as this encroachment of madness advanced upon us for decades. What, are you going to go in there? You're going to change it from the end? Change what? You're a franchise. Like I said earlier, I don't care what the Toronto Maple Leafs want. Gary Bettman calls the shots. Who do, who do you think is the king of the NHL? Do you think it's Sidney Crosby? Do you think it's fucking, who's that pastor? Now? I, don't, I don't even know who's playing anymore. Who's the goal scorer this year? Who's the big, who's the hot shot? It's, no, it's Gary Bettman. You don't see him. You don't hear about him. Nobody really talks about him. If he doesn't show up, it's the handoff of Stanley Cup and you boom. Boo, go away. We're having sports ball. That guy holds all the keys. And, you know, it's like Don Cherry said, man. It's not about hockey. Like the He said, the people that came after me. It's not about hockey. It's never been about hockey. He knows. He can see it. Not, not everybody's able to articulate it or, or really, you know, maybe they don't even really know what they're seeing. But they know that there's something wrong. There's something there. There's some kind of rot. There's some kind of twisted sickness, illness, cancer, a darkness. There's some kind of, I can feel, I don't know why that you can, but you can. Those of us that see it, we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like you, know, you put the glasses on, essentially. You can see it from some angle, whether it's the wars, the banks, the pharmaceutical industry, the healthcare, whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever uh, method you're using to try to get to the truth about the, the, the world that we're in. It doesn't matter from what angle you start. You just tunnel in. It's like a globe. It's like a ball, like a, like a peach. You just tunnel in from any direction, and you'll find the core eventually if you just keep going in one, one straight line. You'll get there. They all go to the same place. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? If war crimes, shameful criminal acts of evil are conducted in your name and it doesn't get reported and nobody knows about it, did it even happen? They're willing to play that game. They'll just pretend because they live just down here with with all this shit. Just give me money. It's all I care about is money. When money is your god, this is the result. Simone DeBeget says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take except for the booster, Johnny. Thank you very much. Madam Breezy, I know I saw you in there. Always in there. Simone DeBeget. Dr. Jenstein, Zoo, CRJ, Man on the Mountain, Blams. Shoot the devil in the eyes. Man on the mountain. Scarecrow, Littlefoot, Billy Bob. Thank you very much, sir. Jenstein, Sir Toast. Fisher of Men, Tony Tarano. Reverend Chad, Nikki Gaines. Tenacious V, what happened in Waco, Godzilla? Rail blasting copies. Miss Moon. 
Cambie Dread, Al Stern, DJ Cogdill, Chelsea. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate you, and I'll see you next time. Try not to join the army if you can help it. Don't, don't let them get away with supporting shit like this and not rubbing their fucking nose in it. They have email addresses. They got phone numbers. Why are we, why are we on board with this shit? Ask them. RagingDissident.com. All the shit is there. All my website uh, links, social media, and all of that uh, crap is there. The Telegram page is, of course, t.me slash RagingDissidentII. Thank you very much. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with people that don't want to hear about it. Because nobody else is going to tell them. I'll see you next time, guys. Cheers, Propatra! Take care of yourselves. Six Step and Tyrannus. Slava Sanity. Why well, don't want it? What? No, no, I don't want to see what's in the wagon. What's in the wagon? Where did all these balloons come from? No, it's not. It's not open season on weapons of mass destruction and chemical war. What is that? That he has a giant translucent ball that looks like it's just filled with electricity. What the fuck is that? Don't put that down, or maybe don't put it down. I don't know. Invisible snakes. You have a box of invisible snakes. What? Oh, you've, you have an arsenal. You've been... Co- all this time when America said it was destroying illegal weapon stockpiles, they were just selling it to you. Holy shit, that's a lot of gas. There's, there's mutant spiders that shoot fire, guys. I'm not kidding. No, Phil, you don't. If it gets bad enough, I guess you can do it. But I mean, you got really excited. Thank you. All right. Man, he got really excited about that. It was just all ready to go and just wheeled it out like I was going to be all for it. My God, put it away. Be careful with the electricity ball.